You're watching No Go Zone with Henry. All right, welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Hope you had a wonderful Yule, a wonderful Christmas. It's December 27th, 2023. We might uh, be able to squeeze in uh, one more show here before the year ends. Well, preferably, well, yeah, it's Saturday, Sunday. Could be rough, too. We, Western Warrior right in the window there. But uh, Flashback Friday is on for Friday, of course. So we have one more before we enter into 2024. And, uh, <clears throat> well, I guess we got to do kind of a year wrap-up, I guess, and um, talk about what's... <sighs> holy smokes coming in 2024 because i think uh, frankly it's my you know kind of hunches it's it's about to get rocky uh it's been kind of rocky <laughs> for a while now but it's uh, it's going to get worse uh to be honest uh but uh that's that's how it goes gotta kind of rip that band-aid off maybe maybe it's for the better uh can we just get the worse over with so we can actually move into some uh, positive territory uh we'll see what happens but uh, anyway good to be back with you Hope you're doing well. I haven't done a no-go zone in, in a while because, of course, you squeezed in a bunch of interviews in between. So it was hard to uh, to get to it, to be honest. Uh, but it's always fun spend, spending some time with you guys. So uh, we kind of have a laid-back show for you, uh, boys and girls, today. we got to talk about what uh, happened in Poland. I'm a little behind on some of the issues. I know that the <laughs> this, this monkey, the Hindu fucking monkey statue in uh, Canada there, Ontario, which is a Brampton, I know that's kind of a little bit late, but man, I got to say something about it. It's it just, there's some other stuff kind of around uh, that too that's happening in Canada, which is, is kind of a sign of where these uh, so-called multiracial democracies uh, are uh, are going. It's a takeover, folks. That's how it, uh, that's how it is. And of course, it begins by, uh, you know, ripping out uh, our statues, then putting up their statues, changing names, changing names of schools or, you know, what is a military was it the U.S. are doing military uh, schools or uh, bases, right? That's what they're doing. To, you know, taking off, conf- taking the baddies off first, of course, right? The Confederate stuff. Uh, and, but then they're going for the rest. So that's how it looks. That's a shape of things to come if we don't stop it, uh, to be honest. We got a, we got a, a little bit from Canada. We got some from Poland. <clears throat> what else we got today? Uh, well, we do have we have to cover a little bit on the Israel stuff. It's, uh, it's definitely not uh, well, it's not going great, uh, you know, for them as they comp- continue their uh, mass genocide campaigns. We'll look at that, uh, and uh, we have some other kind of adjacent stuff to that. So we'll see what we get to. Poland is pretty pretty crazy though, uh, because I think there's a obviously for some time, uh, although there's not uh, hard lined nationalistic and right-wing parties in Poland. It's kind of more of like a facade, a veneer of that. The, the, the you know, the powers doesn't like that, you know. So we got we to gotta kind of change that. And that's uh, basically what has happened here over the last, what, week and a half or so after this uh, you know, new coalition formed in Poland with uh, Donald Tusk, uh, you know, taking the reins of the country. Uh, and, of course, he's one of the, the ex-EU heads, right? He's uh, still deeply embedded with that whole thing. Uh, and the worst uh, possible things are, are probably going to be jammed down in, in the form of a rainbow dildo <coughs> down, down Poland's, uh, you know, collective throats. Uh, maybe it's up at the up at the rear end. Who knows which uh, which way? Uh, it seems more in the front end, not so much the back end, because uh, now it's just out in the open in terms of the the subversion, right? All right. So anyway, that's some of that, boys and girls. How you doing, chat? Uh, good to see you. So was that a that was a uh, that's a pronoun, I guess, that uh, what Zoomers are using now, chat, as opposed to like addressing a group. Did you guys see that? 
I don't have it here now, but it was a news article about this. Like, no, it was a teacher. That's right. It was a testimony by a teacher as a young person talking to like a group of people, and the 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 young person calls calls them chat apparently. So maybe I shouldn't do that, but anyway, good to see you guys. All right, so we got to start with some. Uh, <clears throat> well, I got a little bit of frog still in my throat. I'm coming out of this goddamn uh, uh, cold, but it might sound worse than it actually is. But speaking of frogs, uh, we have to we have to start with. Jordan B. Peterson, buddy. Uh, this is a great one here. Not sure if you saw this. <clears throat> it was the uh, it was <laughs> it was the OG tweet here <laughs> from Jordan Peterson. One of the things I've told men over and over is if you're being rejected by all the women that you approach, it's not the women, it's you, right? It's a few days ago, so we had a great uh, a great retort here by way of the world. Uh, but if you get kicked out of 109 countries, it's not your fault. Right, Jordan? <laughs> Which, of course, is a great example to make, right? What is that meme, uh, the other meme of the uh, uh, the young uh, boy sitting in class, right? He's been um, he's been kicked out of 109 schools, or what was it? Uh, or maybe 109, uh, <laughs> he's been reprimanded 109 things, but it, uh, times, but it's always the teacher's fault, right? Uh, so, of course, uh, what, did he, what does he do? He ends up blocking uh, of course, way of the world. That's sad. that's how it goes. Oh my gosh! It's 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 good to it's good to nail that. It's great to nail these guys though on it. You gotta you gotta you gotta gotta give uh, gotta give some uh, credit there to <clears throat> way of the world for that. Good good job, man. He's still making videos, is he? I don't see too many videos from him uh, anymore. Way of the world. I think he I think he has maybe maybe not retired at that front, but I see. A lot of good tweets. Uh, yeah, this one was kind of funny too. We might play that later. Later, Raider. Uh, Ryan Gosling had some thoughts about the decline of the West. Anyway, that's kind of funny. All right. So anyway, so here's uh, here's Canada. <clears throat> here's Canada. All right, we gotta we gotta check this out here. Massive statue of Hindu god being built in Brampton. Now, if you're not familiar, this is uh, Hanuman here, right? The the ape man or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Brampton. Uh, Ontario statue of Hindu god Hanuman, which stands 55 feet tall outside a tam- temple in Brampton. Photos by it looks basically done right there, but apparently it's going to be like unveiled in April, I think, of next year. So I'm not sure. Maybe they'll build build a bunch of uh, bells and whistles around it. Now, of course, there have been very prolific uh, these particular people in building various things around the West, as you'll see in a moment. We'll we have another clip of actually them building shit in New Jersey. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's something, it's quite something. Uh, a 55 foot tall statue of Hindu deity is being built in Brampton and is said to be completed by 2024. Shut up there. Uh, here we go. Indian sculptor Naresh Kumwat is crafting what will be Canada's largest statue of a Hindu god. Now you, you have, you have to, you have to kind of give them, right? I mean, there's plenty of uh, what there's, uh, you know, somewhat impressive, uh, you know, Jesus statues in uh, various parts. Is it Western? I guess what, Brazil has the one of the more impressive ones then or something like Rio de Janeiro. But where's where's the statues of our God? I, I'll give them this, that at least they're scraping. Maybe it's government funds. Who knows? It most likely probably is, right? But But still... They, they do it, right? They scrape this shit together and they build these fucking things around. They build temples and they expand and they're not even like a... 
what are they, 3% of the Canadian population? Yeah, if those numbers are correct, maybe it's more now because it's just going so fast. Uh, but, like, where's our goddamn uh, Odin and Thor and Freya statues, right? I mean, th- there are some on, like, private property and things like this, but, like, wh- where are those to our gods, right? Or if you, again, if you're a Christian, then, like, build some Jesus stuff or something. I mean, I- I'll give them that, right? Uh, but this is a this is disgrace, right? This is how it this is how the takeover begins. Uh, you may have already caught a cl- glimpse of Hanuman, a god and commander of the monkey, <laughs> the monkey army. Yes, according to the Encyclopedia Britannica, as you drive, what they couldn't quote that because that would have been racist if they didn't include that or what? I mean, he's 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 commander of the monkey army. Could you not stand by that, Toronto son? Um, it's uh, it's at the Gore Road, just north of Highway 7. Kum Wat has created more than 200 statues and other works of art dedicated to Hindu deities around the world, the Indian Express reported. The artists have shared a video on social media showing parts of the human statue being moved into place by a crane. Is this... Uh, let's see if we can see the video here. There we go, with his rat tail as well. Yeah, they're kind of creepy, these ones. Awfully white, though. I say, I give them that. Uh, is there a video? Maybe there's not. All right. Anyway, so the uh, there's immediately because there's a pushback against this from Canadians who don't like seeing this. Then of course it's wasted them coming out. We'll look at a clip in a moment here. It's a Hindu, some Hindu television uh, covering this on YouTube. But someone, I think it was Derek, Derek Rantz who, who shared this was a pretty good uh, uh, postcard. I think someone uh, actually did. I like that they printed it already. Uh, Merry bloody Christmas. And I think, I believe, I could be wrong on this, but I think, I don't think that's a sausage there uh, in the little uh, package there. What, what do you call it? A little, uh, <laughs> what is that called again? The uh, <clears throat> the, the sack material, whatever that is, uh, to the left there of Hanuman. The I saw some fake headlines. It was a Greg Wycliffe. He, he had some... I guess people took it seriously. They thought it was real, but it was kind of funny. I've like already human poop has started appearing around the Hanuman statue, and uh, it was a quote underneath by some uh, Hindu scholars that this is an this is an intricate part of Hindu culture, uh, or something to that effect. But uh, anyway, Merry bloody fuck you Christmas. <clears throat> such such enrichment, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. So here's uh, check this out here. Yeah, India today, eight point two four million subscribers, which is like. It would be like you had 80,000 subscribers if you're like in Sweden. You, you know, if you do, if you kind of compare, you know, populations to. <laughs> anyway, uh, Hanuman statue in Canada causes racist uproar. When was this uploaded eight days ago? Okay, so to check out here, here's the arguments. This is like 10 minutes long, this fucking thing. We're not going to play this. Uh, but let's check out a couple of these here. In Canada is angry, very angry because of this. 55-foot-tall statue of Lord Hanuman is under construction in Brampton. That's that's Lord Hanuman, uh, Kanakis. You hear that? In Canada. The same Brampton, yes, uh, where we have seen activities of anti-Hindu and anti-India nature, specifically the Khalistani rallies. Khalistani rallies. So that's, uh, I guess that's racism. Uh, but of course, the the pivot is there is bad bad whites. But uh, ca, ca, I, frankly, I don't even I have not done an in and I have no intention to do some kind of in depth dive into what the fuck is going on with the Kali star. Is there some is that the is that some Sikh royal thing they want to create? And of course, again, as usual, they are they they export those conflicts to uh, you know Western European countries and outposts or colonies if you prefer like canada like australia new zealand america 
South Africa, even etc. But it, it's it's every time, right? It's wh- whether it's Ar- Armenians and Azerbaijanis in our countries, uh, Turks and Kurds. I mean, take your pick. You, you have the Indies and the Kal- Sikhs or Khalistani, uh, you know, cult, whatever that is. They're fighting. Coming to our countries, right? the, the Ethiopian, no, the Eritreans fighting with the Eritreans over like regime uh, shit. What well, we played a couple of uh, months back, um, but I think it was Ferriman and and Derek actually pointed out in the recent stream. Like, it's kind of interesting. Not you don't really see that among like Russians and Ukrainians who are also you know expats living abroad, living in in various uh, other countries. It's almost like they I don't know they have a different different approach about them in different ways. Fascinating how that works, huh? Now, the Hindu Sabha Mandir in Brampton, which is getting the statue constructed, intends to unveil it officially in April 2024, which coincides with Hanuman Jayanti. But it's already led to massive uproar on social media. Am I supposed to to know what that is? I I, I don't care about that. I I don't give a shit. In Canada. So why are some netizens angry? Here we go. Let's look at some of the comments we saw on, for example, the social media site X, formerly Twitter. Senior researcher Cosmin de Sorza has said, ignoring an obvious projection of power in the form of a massive deific monument will be to our detriment. He's basically suggesting that Hindus are soon to take over in Canada and will remove the local population. One mm-hmm. Candace Malcolm remove now to clarify that I guess, I guess that does that does happen right. Look at the Paki. Uh, yeah, that's the other one, actually. Pa- Pakistanis and, and Indians, right, or Hindus, right? That's a huge fight in and of itself. But didn't they, excuse me, didn't they bomb, like, wasn't there some shit they bombed Christians recently or something? Some shit like that? It was like, oh, India is very tolerant. It was some bombing or something. I'll see if I can find something. I think there was something like that. Who has her own show, it seems, in Canada, says Canada erases its own history, imports foreign history and foreign culture to replace our own. It's yes. a slap in the face. And Canadians have had enough. Yo, white Canadians, take a chill pill. Yeah, okay, here no. we go. Yo, just wheel out the yo here. <laughs> take a chill. Now, now here's the here's the argument, right? We're we're what we're doing to your country is so great. Here, here it comes. Right? Only community that has never really caused you any law and order concerns, never used your country's soil or misused your country's soil for illegal activities against another nation are the Indian diaspora settled in Canada. Okay, so just because... Oh, talk about setting the bar high. They haven't... I mean, of course they have, right? Isn't that one of the (laughs) the other things? I couldn't find it readily, but of course, just the fights and the the, the mess after... What was it again? I I can't keep up with all this shit, but there was like some parking lot where these people were like fighting or there was some festival or something, and it was like... I mean, in some cases, it's literal shit, but it was like, you know, garbage and, and, and shit everywhere. Uh, after these people, but you see, what I'm saying it's setting the bar high. Well, we're here, sure, we're here taking over, and and we're here occupying your space. We're slowly replacing you, and more and more of us are coming in each, as each year passes. Right, record numbers of migrants into Canada right now. I think it's on course of replacing itself, at least among the fastest of any Western country, I believe. Uh, but it's uh, but because it's no no larger you know kind of massive criminal activity. There's probably some something to that effect going on. Wouldn't be surprised. Therefore, it's it's all great, ladies and gentlemen. Or to be specific, Hindu Canadians. 
But because of all these outrageous, discriminatory, derogatory comments, security why. has now been provided to the temple premises area where this statue presently stands. So you have the backing of the system. That's what you're saying. Nothing is. Let me let me see here. Let me see if I can find that. Christians, India. Was it bombed or shot or something? Did I misremember this? Uh, religious violence reaches India's capital as Hindu mob. Uh, let me see here. Swarms a church. Right here we go. So here's the uh, the kind of the tolerance in their own country. They have to complain of Canada, of course, right? The crowd is smaller than the blah blah blah. What the fuck ever ch- church. Uh, after it was attacked by a right-wing mob last month, but some parishioners are undeterred, right? So, yeah, so Christians, it was, this has been going on for a while. I think it was some more recent than that. But anyway, you get my point. I'm even surprised that white Canadians think that Hindus and their cultural symbols are a problem. They are a problem. Look around you and let me give you... You can have that in India. That's your country. That's not a problem. Have them there. Why do you need to have them in Canada? Some numbers. One oh, here we go. Here we go. Here's the numbers. Right? 7 million people approximately are of Indian origin in Canada. Account mm, that's 1.7 million too many. For about 3% of the total Canadian population. And do you know how fast that will go up as the, uh, as the open borders and replacement and then, of course, the um, you know, um, uh, reproduction, essentially, right, continues. And as it declines among white Canadians, uh, it will go, it will skyrocket pretty damn fast, to be honest. I don't even know if the 3% actually is to, is uh, correct. I wouldn't be surprised if it's more and they're bullshitting about these. Well, that's like, that's the last census in like 2010 or some shit like that. There are also about 7 lakh NRIs, according to the Ministry of External. What was it? 7 lakh Oh, lack NRIs. Okay. According okay. to the Ministry of External Affairs. Okay. Canadian House of Commons has 19 members of Parliament of Indian origin. Yes, you're per, you're, what, you, you're over-represent, how many are there total? I get that that's technically an over-representation, I would assume. Including ministers. And they have largely been a contribution, a positive contribution to your workforce yes. and to your economy. Here we go. My GDP. When have they ever <laughs> given you a reason for concern? When commit- they put up fucking statues of monkeys, May, how about that? That's that's the reason for concern because eventually that that's all it's going to be, or that in combination with something else, mosques, synagogue, whatever, all these other fucking things, which is not Canada, right? It's not Canadian. It was settled and uh, founded by Europeans, right? French, Scottish, right? Primarily, then you had a large immigration wave, I think, from. Um, uh, well, I'd, Finland, some Scandinavian countries, it was other countries. Later on, you had this uh, kind of weird, but whatever, still Europeans, but this weird kind of concerted effort to go to like Eastern European countries and just like come, come to Canada, you know, kind of thing. Which is which is fine. I don't have anything against it, but it's still kind of like, you know, weird. But whatever. Uh, so, so that's you know f- what what has formed formed Canada. And now, over the last few decades, you have this kind of shit happening. And yes, now you're, they're building monkey statues, and that's how it begins, and that's how they take over. And uh, if you don't like it, then you're the problem. <laughs> let's let's go to India. C- considering again, like the fact that they're like bombing church- churches and shit. Let's go to fucking, uh, y- you know, New Delhi or whatever. Let's go to uh, I can't even think of some of the places now. Oh my gosh, it's just what was that place? It was bombed. Uh, <laughs> some terrorism shit there. I forget the name, but anyway, take your pick. Throw throw darts at a map of India. Wh- whatever. And let's go and build statues to Odin. 
and let's see what happens. What do you think would happen? We know exactly what would happen. They would be just like these goddamn churches are. They would be bombed and shat upon. There would have been feces thrown on them, and eventually they would be burned down or chopped down. That's the difference, right? That's the huge issue. So immediately, all they can do is, well, yeah, what is the concern? The concern is that it's not, it is not Canada. That's the concern. And it doesn't matter how much, this is a perpetual argument. You have to keep making it, though. It doesn't matter if it's, it doesn't matter if it's an amazing contribution to the economy. It's not, right? The housing crisis in the wake of this. What was the other one? Did we show that the inflation, uh, immigration contributing to inflation? What was that? Canada, inflation, immigration. I should have pulled all these in coming to me now. Could have sworn it was one we had up recently here. Anyway, it was it, it, we had it uh, just a few. I, I had it a boost immigration, fiscal, high interest rates. Well, that's bullshit. Uh, they've had this like Canadian government have decided this reverse, <laughs> like, like just open the borders more. That will solve the housing crisis. And then it's like, well, uh, immigration is leading to inflation. It's getting worse. Purchasing power is declining. Uh, it's just making the whole situation just uh, you know exponentially worse. It's like, even if it was true that they contributed to GDP or the economy, which is not, but even if if that was true, the point is, it's not Canada. It's not Canadians. And it doesn't, even if we were worse off, because it's it's not about the economy. And something we'll come back to later in the show, too, but it's like, it's the, it's about us preserving who we are, right? Keeping our heritage, keeping our genetics, keeping our ethnicity, our culture, our traditions, all those things. And Canada is a, it's a white European country. That's what it was founded at. Look at some of the, uh, the same thing there. Like, didn't you have, what was it again? But you, there was someone that was quoted to, uh, <laughs> about some, the free, the freedom of living in Canada or something that I forget if it was liberals or maybe some of the conservatives in Canada were using it. Uh, <laughs> And then it turned out it's basically like the same guy who they were now running to to make their arguments about how uh, oh it was after the because uh, we have this about them singing uh, the Canadian anthem in in Hindu uh, you know Hindi I guess it is and it was like some you know, counter signaling by I think it was probably conservatives like oh well this this guy was a founding you know daddy of Canada he said that there's freedom and religion and shit or whatever it was. And there's like people pulling out some other quotes, and it was like, yeah, it was basically like a, he was like a white nationalist, uh, essentially. Might have been uh, lefty on some issues, but they were still, uh, you know, back in those days, they were better on certain issues. Um, yeah, Avalon88 says, yeah, I don't care about G- uh, GDP. I would rather live in a poor, all white country than live in a rich, multiracial one. I agree. And of course, again, uh, that in and of itself is a, a complete uh, idiotic stance in terms of like, that it will actually be a successful multiracial one. And even if you have it like momentarily, what people are like, oh, the Singaporean model or something like that. And then you realize it's still what the majority is like some, is a majority of immigrant groups like Han Chinese or something like that. Many of them are just there as a workforce, super strict, right? Super hard, uh, kind of a disciplinary, if you will, an authoritarian system. And of course, that's what's happening in our countries too, right? As we're being bombed, uh, as violence and rape and all these things are out of control, you're inching your way in these countries more towards a mass surveillance, big brother, AI-dominated technocracy where basically you can only function. And even then it doesn't you know, keep 
keep everything together. Uh, but even then, you can like you know, m m uh, what do you call it? Uh, nominally, kind of like see that it some things still kind of work in a society like that, right? Sweden is heading in that direction, taking advice from like. I'm not taking advice, but they're approaching, like, the state is approaching the military, the government is approaching the military, uh, asking to oversee the issue with security in the country and shit like this. Uh, that's what's so fascinating about it. But yes, I'd rather live. I, it's not about the GDP. It's not about the fucking economy. It's not about much cheap, cheap shit you can buy from China. Not about that. And all that shit's coming apart anyway, by the way. Corner Space Alien. As a statement to make, CSA says, Merry Christmas to Red Eyes and Red Eyes Groupies. Do you have any groupies? I'm not sure if we have, have groupies. That's a little that's a little creepy there, uh, corner of space alien. But uh, but we'll take it. Thank you. Appreciate that. It's cool. Yes, <clears throat> gentlemen and ladies, hope you had a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. I don't want to have a milk mustache here. Having my uh, having my coffee here. Hope you have something nice to drink. Anyway, okay. What's the word? Corner Space Island, uh, has learned that the small hats control Mumbai. Mumbai, that's what I was thinking. That was the, that was the uh, capital, right? They had this huge terrorism, like a b huge bomb, the hotel in Mumbai. I remember this is years ago now. I, don't even, I forgot what that was about, but yeah. Uh, the small hats control Mumbai and other, other major cities in India. No place is safe, including China. Yeah, I mean, the whole CCP, CCP thing there, the... Um, uh, at least uh, the seeding of the Marxism and the Cultural Revolution. Man, I had a... I don't think I've ever... Did I ever do a Western Warrior segment on that? I had a great uh, um, outline there. It's probably something we should dig up. But yes, in the early days of, of the you know Cultural Revolution, the Great... Basically, the Great Reset. What do they call it again? The Great uh, Leap Forward. Um, it was uh, it was definitely some uh, Jew heavy Jewish involvement uh, in in the seeding of Marxism in China. That's there's just no denying it. And there's been plenty of like you know puff pieces about this in, in the mainstream press uh, in Western countries and so forth. Uh, but yeah, Mumbai. That's what some people said. It was like um, there is some Indian uh, like or Hindu Jewish uh, segment, and people are wondering if like Nikki Haley is part of this. Why is she so adamantly pro-Israel. I mean, not that that's necessary. You, you just get these, like, politicians. They're, they know who they're in the pocket of, and that's it, right? Uh, anyway, thank you. Uh, cornered Space Alien. Appreciate uh, your support. Good to see you. All right. Yeah, I probably should, uh, should pitch this a bit more, huh? If you do want to join us for a super chat, enterbazium.live slash TV. I think that's up and running. I have a from Derek there. I'm, I'm supposed to. Happy Yule. Merry Christmas, Henrik and Lana. Uh, we're so embarrassed by Sing Kong... <laughs> Wonderful term. I, I Who knew? Sing Kong. There you go. Uh, in our skyline. And to be honest, it's probably just the beginning. That's what I think. Good to see you, Derek. Um, man, maybe you guys want to come on. It would be good to get you guys the whole uh, Diagonal Plan Army group on there for like maybe for Friday. I'm not sure Lana can do it, mostly because uh, a babysitter hiccup. So she might not be able to join us Friday. And anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll DM you about that, Derek. But anyway, good to see you. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, I got some good posts from, from you and, and Alex and Rage uh, regarding this, of course. Uh, Renunciate, a little support for No Go Zone. Thank you, Renunciate. Appreciate that. Over on Rumble. Very kind of you guys. Yes, yeah, so Open is uh, Rumble Rants and uh, Odyssey Hyperchance as well. Is it Hyperchance? Yeah, I think it's Hyperchance. Uh, they do call it. All right. So, and anyway, I think it's, a, it's enough of the, the racism accusations there. All, all that... Goddamn. Yeah, Canada's about to have its own great great leap forward. Yeah, I mean, you have the China. This is the thing, right? It's being torn apart into all these other interest groups. And, and as long as these, uh, you know, 
well, I mean, it's there's obviously Jewish interest in Canada, but there's also whites along the way that's willing to sell it out and don't give a shit about any of this, right? And so you have Chinese interest, uh, you know, the Hongkouver, you know, stronghold. You have all the Sikh, uh, Hindu interest. You have all these other ones. Uh, and uh, then you have Muslim uh, interests and stuff. And, and the same thing is, of course, happening in most European countries right now. And America, of course. Uh, and that's and basically, if we don't take and claim the space, they will. And and so I I get this you know argument that like you have to have people. You have to have people that are willing and able and 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 just have the, I the immune system. I don't know what to call it, to circulate in in mainstream political circles because most the most part is the you know the. Those few good people that who do have uh, you know right values, morality, and things like that, they're weeded out very goddamn quickly out of those environments. But I'm saying you, you can, we can't give up on that front because eventually we'll end up being run by these people, right? And it's like I, I, I wouldn't. It's not for me. I can't. You know, I, I, I'm not interested in that. But there are some people that that are. I think that are still they're pro-white, they're pro-European, and they have to try. We we have to do similar things. So I'm saying going back to this, the the statue. Look, I given that they're they're organizing, they're building their goddamn statues and stuff. We don't even have some of these statues to our own, you know, the gods of our forebears and forefathers in our own countries. Much less that we would go over to their countries and build that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? As a guy, well, you colonized, blah blah blah. You did this, you did that. Yeah, you had like the British fucking giving them like civilization <laughs> and giving them gifts of of colonialism. And of course, as I've said many times before, many of these countries were were better off under that system than they now are when they're left to their own devices. But, but be that as it may, I'm not saying we have to colonize these people or keep them colonized or whatever. I'm just saying you have you have that as like the counter argument, like, well, you build railways and government buildings. <laughs> kind of thing. Well, this is not quite the same thing, is it? You know what I mean? Not quite the same thing. This is this is symbolic. That's what this is. Symbolic colonization, right? Which, of course, will move into an actual colonization. Uh, and then, of course, it won't be because these people are excited and interested in, in, in giving you something or offering you something. Well, maybe more than a statue like this. Uh, it will be while well, we were. This is this is for it's just a, a continuing a continued expansion. And this is, that's the point I didn't finish. Right. If we don't take and claim and hold space for one by having children, the second layer is, of course, if we don't, if we don't muck around in the in the halls of power to keep some of this shit at bay, we will be run by these people eventually. And so, even if you retreat, even if you pull back, uh, it, which I, which I hundred percent understand, because I'm not a ma- made for those you know political environments, and not that I even could at this point. You know, I mean, I, I can't <laughs> be political career to speak of because of you know because I'm a bad internet. I mean, I'm a person on the internet saying saying mean things because I stand up for white people pushing back against some of this shit already. But I'm saying for, for much, um, uh, you know, much more dedicated people and maybe young people right now, right? We need to uh, collectively go together, pay for people's, uh, you know, education, political education, scholarships, like run some goddamn conspiracies and think a couple of decades ahead. I, some people are like, well, we don't have that much time and that's it, whatever. But frankly, we don't know where we're going to be in. 10, 20 years from now, go together, have someone who doesn't have baggage, no online history, educate them, send them into these environments and fight. You know what I mean? And even if that's 
a little bit at a time. It, there's nothing wrong with a tip, running a tippy-toe tactic against these people. And it might be increasingly impossible. I'm not saying it is. That's the way. I'm just saying, why is that not something that we can do on top of it, right? On top of building some goddamn statues uh, to, our, to our belief systems and our traditions. Anyway, uh, what do we have here? We had... Uh, Corner Space Alien tries to uh, hard to communicate with you people. Please refrain from mocking his chose of uh, his cho chose of words such as groupies. <laughs> also, Henrik, uh, he does not appreciate his likeness portraying you on clo what this one. This uh, uh, astronaut, a cosmonaut, is that what it's called? I think I like cosmonaut better. Uh, I should have. I, maybe I'll buy one with an alien on it. How about that? Consider Shekels' his way of doing so. Thank you, uh, Corner Space Alien. Much appreciated. Very kind of you. Uh, a real Ubermensch says on Odyssey, Henrik, I monthly support and will support you guys for as long as possible, not just because you speak an honest message, but mostly because you have lots of kids. Everyone will start having children. Uh, yes, indeed. I, I, I wish we would have started a little earlier. We could have had more, but uh, you know we're going to shoot for a, uh, a fourth one here. So uh, I think that's... That's better than two, at least. <laughs> but yes, you're absolutely correct. If you can, have as many white children as possible. And of course, if you can't, you know, for whatever reason, encourage those around you. Help out, plant seeds, do what you can. Help those that do have families, you know, these kinds of things, 100%. Thank you. Uh, a real Ubermensch, appreciate your support. Uh, Red Wolf one says, my father-in-law traveled to India and said it smelled, smelled like a truck stop toilet. Yeah, who was it who played... I think that was also actually Derek and Alex. It was yesterday they uh, Daily Toll that did a stream, and uh, they played one guy who a British guy, right? Who talked about how he stood on a train and he had like water splashing on his face all of a sudden, and realized it was someone pissing down like <laughs> down in the front a few uh, a few uh, cars uh, ahead of him, and everything it just smelled of shit apparently. And I don't know, Lana was Lana was been to India. She hated it. <laughs> she never wanted to go back. It was the most traumatizing experience I think she's uh, she's had. One of the most anyway. Uh, yeah, I have no interest in going going to the going to the Ganges, bathe in some sewer water. Holy shit! Thank you, uh, Red Wolf. Appreciate the support. All right. So yes, let's uh, play this then. Here's the. Now I still couldn't figure out. Was this hockey team with the uh, with the sing sing guy on it? Is that that's that's a joke, right? That's got to be a joke. Maybe I need to play that here or search for that while I play this clip here. Anyway, um, Derek would know. Just just drop it in the regular chat, Derek. Is that was that what was it called again? The 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 the, the, the Pajits. <laughs> What was it called? The hockey team. It's got to be a joke, right? It was the, the the sing guys, like icon face on it. Anyway, so yes, here's here's NHL, and here is what's on their jerseys. There is that what that is? No, okay, all right. Anyway, um, Canadian anthem sung in I think I, I guess both in English and Hindi afterwards. There it is. Shut 
Oh, don't worry. It's just um, nothing will change, Leslie. We're just you're just sharing the space with these wonderful GDP contributors. Uh, you know, G- G- GDP enjoyers, the uh, <clears throat> the GDP respecters. Nothing will change, Canada. It'll all be fine. Uh, eventually, one day you turn on the TV and you just what what the f- what the fuck? I can't understand a, sim- a single thing. Yeah, hockey night in Punjabis. Aranya Singh expanding the definition of what hockey can be. What is this? The the athletic. Let me see. This is not it, though. Let me just see here. Is this in Canada? Or is this like, I saw there was like some kind of Indian <laughs> hockey league or some shit like that. Is that true? Okay. Punjabi's Harnanaya. No, that's like Edmonton Oilers or some logo in the background, isn't that? Or something? Anyway. Oh, they changed that name, didn't they? Change that name. Um... Anyway, I can't, I can't, I can't do this on the fly. I guess I got to do a little research on this. But anyway, yeah, apparently, I think that was a joke, right? The the ho- hockey team with like the one of the Sing guys logo on it or logo, but like his face on it, they like turned into a logo. <clears throat> anyway, I think it's time to play uh, play this one again. Alex the Fairman did this. So this is a good interlude. Here. Coming soon to Canada. There you go. Uh, good job on that. Official website of Hockey India. Indian immigrants are saving. Here we go. The headlines here are saving Canadian hockey. There you go. Uh, yeah, here's something. Right? Yeah, is that what it is? Punjabi broadcast? What the fuck? Let me see. Sorry, I'm doing this on the fly here. Reason, of course. Yes. Libertarian gobbledygook. Indian immigrants are saving Canadian hockey. How the Punjabi diaspora rescued Canada's national sport. Just open up the borders and we'll save hockey because that's what it's all about, right? Just having not having the people who you know are, are behind the sport actually continuing to practice it and handing it over to their children. It just you can just import a completely new ethnic and completely different religious group. They just kind of they just kind of take they just squeeze you out slowly, take over. All right. Anyway, I'm not going to read all this fucking shit here. Indian immigrants are saving. Ho- no, they're not. And of course, on the flip side, you have the, uh, you have the, uh, what's his name? Uh, the throat slasher there, uh, Pet, Matt Petgrave, right? That's the other, other enrichment when it comes to, uh, to hockey. So check this out. This is New Jersey here. Largest Hindu temple built in, and it might not just be uh, in New Jersey. It might be uh, U.S. wide. I'm not sure. Maybe there's a bigger one somewhere else. Check this out here. The largest Hindu temple in the U.S. is now complete. The Bab Swaminarayan Akshardhan stands 191 feet tall and spans more than 180 acres. It uses nearly 2 million cubic feet of internationally sourced stones that were carved in India. The temple boasts 10,000 statues, 13 shrines, and the largest elliptical dome ever constructed from stone. 
Akshar Dam was assembled in Robbinsville, New Jersey, and took 12 years to complete. But its construction was not without controversy. In 2021, several Indian workers filed a lawsuit accusing the Hindu sect of forced labor under dangerous conditions. Yeah, so no criminal activity, <laughs> like the lady said before. Instant confirmation. Oh, they just ran slave labor. But of course, my, my, my British colonialism very bad. I think there's some that like it was better when the British ran it or whatever, but uh, they're, they're far and few in between, I think. Uh, yes, apparently people, <coughs> some people that worked on it, they died. They were running slave labor. They were paid, what was it again? They were paid like, like $2 an hour or something like that. I mean, I, I will say, I mean, it's, it's again. The largest hint. Let me lower that as we play that again. It's it's impressive. I, I give I'll give them that. The, at least they're doing it. Yeah, you know I mean, it's more than we're doing right now. We have, I mean, we have impressive. We have our own impressive buildings, of course. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of like you know continuing the expansion. And I mean, good for them. It's very decorative. It's uh, it's uh, it's ob it's it's a little kind of over overboard. It's what do you call it? It's it's like. Oh, here's you know classic architecture, but then it's like kind of on 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 over. It's like you know when some of these people get access to like you know uh, Anglo-Saxon studio that was built in Jamaica, and all they knew how to do was just like to turn every knob to the max on the reverb, and hence you know reggae basically. Uh, but it's a little bit in the same way. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a little gaudy. Is that the term? It's there's some nice elements to it. Don't get me wrong. I, li I like some of the style, but it's also kind of a little. Okay, just too much. <laughs> so less is more, all right? But anyway, I mean, we have beautiful Gothic cathedrals and whatnot, but at least they're, at least they're doing it. But it got them Robbinsville, New Jersey, and the funds they're raising for this. And, uh, you know, they're, they're highly, highly organized. Um, it would be interesting to, to see if there's any issue with, like, approval. Or I mean, again, you would have to set up, and that's why some people have gone this route. Like, we need essentially... You know, religious institution, and of course, you can't have you can't have these cucked churches do it and things like that. You have to basically, you know, do some you set something up. But the primary focus is, and again, that's why I'm I'm obviously biased towards you know folk religions, right? Because it's already baked in there. It's not for everybody, and so forth, regardless what some uh, idiots on the on Reddit says. Um, but anyway. I wonder if there would be any restrictions or, or like they would try to, no, you can't, you know, you can't buy land, you can't build this because it's very, you know, how, how that shit goes, right? Oh, I want to build a Norse temple. Oh, now ADL says that's a, that's a hate crime, so you can't do that. Be very interesting. Avalon 88 again, <coughs> a little bit earlier. Excuse me, guys. God damn it. Uh, Avalon 88 says uh, non whites typically devalue labor and quality of goods, so you're 100% right. That it's a fantasy that they contributed GDP in the first place. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, was it? Did I include? Did I take those out. Uh, maybe I took those out. Or was it headlines I kept? Ah, god damn it. Yeah, it was like. I mean, again, we've shown them many times before. But yeah, basically, like Denmark is saving billions by restricting immigration, and Germany they can't find. Uh, there's there's um, a majority of refugees coming in can't find work, and they end up like being welfare dependents for the rest of their lives you know what i mean then you have chain migration it's just a disaster all these people are going to need to go uh that's uh that's that's what it is yeah uh yeah uh, thin red lines this must have been expensive though i think it was but at the same time right one of the biggest 
expenditures is basically labor, right? And so they had slave, fucking slave labor to run this shit. They imported people from India to build this, and they had promised them like citizenship or green, you know, something like that, residency, green cards. And apparently they had bought that, and they basically worked some of them to death, essentially because they died on the on the you know they fell off, I think, or something like that. They fell off, you know, ladders and shit. Um, so no real kind of oversight. And again, it's like it, it did someone. How's the New Jersey government looking into this? Are they, you know, I mean, I'm sure they're just giving all these fucking people a pass for all those things. Wouldn't be surprised. You know, if white people did it, holy shit, it would be a, you know, <laughs> it would be world news, essentially. Whites said used slave labor, even if it's like important from like other European countries, it would have been like world, world news, you know. Uh, all right. Anyway. So the other stuff here we have, we got to gotta focus on the, UBI stuff here, because apparently they're pushing this like crazy in Canada too. As the economy goes down the tubes, uh, and as everything goes down the tubes, what better time than to wheel out universal basic income, right? Uh, liberals believe there will be a positive consequence of offering universal basic income. More government dependency by Justin Trudeau has led candidates towards communism, which of course is is true, right? Um, but it's not because that's the end goal. The, the the end goal is control, and they use whatever political system they can. If they can use capitalism, they use capitalism. If they can use communism, they use communism, Bolshevism, whateverism, essentially. It uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, Jeremy McKenzie said it. It's like we're racing to the bottom, whether they're doing it on purpose or too stupid to know better. The loud thud at the end will sound ex exactly the same. True. Let's check this out introduce uh, a framework to develop a guaranteed livable basic income. We are struggling throughout this country with homelessness, food insecurity, poverty, health, mental health issues. So maybe you should just bring in maybe more uh, Hindus are the problem, uh, or the solution to the problem, right? Br bring in Bring in five more million Hindus, and then, and then, of course, they'll fix the issues for you. And this is one way that we could start to look at these issues. It's not the only way, but it's certainly a key way. And I think we've gathered a great deal of data to show the positive consequences of... Uh, is that... Um, what were they called again in the... Uh, in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? What were they called? Uh, the, the bureaucrats... Let me see if I have that. Did I save? Did I save that? She remarkably looks looks just like that. What were they called again? Ah, oh, god damn it! My brain is just <laughs> completely off today. What are they called, Chad? The uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. They had the anyway. You know, if you know what I'm talking. Yeah, the Vogons. Thank you, uh, Vilank. Exactly the Vo the Vogons. Was it Vogons? Yeah, I think it was something, something like that. Some shit like that. Is the crooked-faced, weird, kind of like, you know, government worker, which is just like slowly, mur like they, they're killing you with their soft-spoken, drab, boring. And it's a, again, it's not like communism through the back door. This is like front and center. Like, here it is right here. Because, of course, you know what comes in the wake of it. It's people are like, oh, well, it's great, free money. Uh, no, it's about what every got... They make you dependent on this shit, and then, of course, everything that comes in the wake of that, right? The requirements, while well, you've been a naughty boy, you said something wrong. We're going to revoke your uh, digital ID wallet pass today, and no UBI for you for the next six months. Uh, and they can do whatever restriction they want uh, once you're in their pockets. Enough. Enough. 
And I think we've gathered a great deal of data to show the positive consequences of offering people the opportunity. Half of Canadians are pessimistic about their personal finances. A quarter of low-income families cannot pay for monthly expenses. Um, Introduce uh, a framework okay. to develop a guaranteed... So that's the short version there, I guess. Fantastic, right? Just what we need. I think there was another clip here that Derek sh uh, shared, and I didn't see this one yet. Uh, Christmas is over. Time for a reality check to the conservative influencers like Cat Canada. T yeah, oh, gosh. And truck driver plebe. <laughs> Culture wars and clown world. Yeah, I know. It's like it had its mo. It had its moment in time, but it's kind of like it's not. It's not that like you criticizing woke shit is wrong. I'm not talking about Derek now. I'm talking about the accounts link up or generally like that. That you know, and wokeness. You know, <laughs> on Twitter. Um, but it's about that they kind of haven't moved on from. I, I put it moved or like kind of been harder at getting to the source of what these things are, right? It's just, it's always just a thrashing at the branches of these things and not really kind of addressing, well, what's, what's the, what's the problem here really? Uh, and, and, and what's this, and also what's, what's the solution to it, right? But anyway, they, as long as they're doing it, it it's good. They're at least uh, given that there are many of these accounts, the normie kind of conservative-esque anti-woke shit, they're, they're capitalizing on it, right? I'm just, I like I looked in on, just to speak to that thing real quick, but like I looked in on Rumble the other way, and it's like, you know, whether it's uh, the quartering, right, Jeremy, whatever his name is, uh, geeks and game, like how many, how many of these, like, oh, another woke, you know, how wokeness destroyed the latest Marvel movie, you know, like how, how, how long can you do milk this shit? Like, we get it, it fucking sucks. And I know there's newcomers. I, I I know I know that it's you know I'm I'm, tor I'm torn about it, but it's like I don't know. <laughs> they're st they're stopping that. That's what I'm saying. A lot of these things they're, they're, they don't. Jeremy, to his credit, though, Jeremy um, from the quartering has he's he's up the rhetoric on some issues. So so you know, good for him. He's 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 getting so he's going some places at least with some of that. But it's just like how long can you? <laughs> you just, I'm saying how long can you do that? All right. Anyways, let's play the other clip here. Deputy CPC leader supports basic income. Is this the one that was shrieking about the Holocaust in Canadian Parliament? Is that who this is? Well, there's some political parties now saying, Melissa, that they want to have this as a steady thing, the, you know, the minimum income. Well, you know what? I actually do uh, somewhat agree with that. And there's a conservative position on this. The universal oh, income benefit, the thing that you're talking mm -hmm. about, where you're giving people a living wage, that's going to come. And it could be that by a different name. Doesn't sound so, very conservative to me. Melissa. I actually think conservatives can own this because you know what it does do? It <laughs> does take uh, government out of the mix of a bunch of means-tested programs uh, thrown out of Ottawa by a bunch of bureaucrats and gives everybody that 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 thing that they need to get back to work. And we put you know we we put that onto people. Uh, and we believe in them, and we try to get them out of poverty. Put, we put that onto people. What does that mean? You know, we we put that onto people, uh, and we believe in them, and we try to. Get this is more. I mean, their position is probably because, like, well, AI is coming, and so all the jobs are going to be, uh, you know, taken over. Which I don't think is going to happen. Not that fast, anyway. There, of course, there's some industries entirely that will be. Hopefully, it's majority mainstream like news. <laughs> you remember the, all the articles about like how 
they're basically just writing all the articles now. They're like not necessary or whatever. But since AI will be cucked as, as fuck, <laughs> right? Let's be honest about this. Uh, they will not be able to cover <laughs> cover uh, cover the kind of things that's like more alternative media is, is doing. I believe. Who knows? Maybe I mean maybe someone will uh, jailbreak these, right? I mean Gab and Torba, their work they have one couple of versions of this. It, it, so look, it might be you know kind of unstoppable, whatever on every front. We'll see. But anyway, at least the mainstream stuff that will you know that will happen. It will expand into certain territories. It will take over jobs. I, I don't doubt that. But it's more of this like. I don't know. It's it's like the uh, the, the nuclear uh, you know fetish in the fifties or something like everything. It will be nuclear power, and uh, it didn't really happen. Usually, those kinds of predictions uh, don't pan out the way they think they do. Uh, we'll see. They'll definitely pitch the matrix though in in every kind of capacity. The basically the pod, right? The pod and the VR headset. Get them out of poverty. How are future governments going to pay for that? Well, well because we, that, I, think that any, in I think that any government that wants to bring this forward is a government that's going to need a mandate from the people, because I don't think the Liberals have the mandate to do that in Ottawa right now. I don't think that uh, any party necessarily has a mandate to spend into the future the way that they've been spending during this pandemic. Absolutely. So what's our economy going to be like? during this? So is this from a while ago? It's probably from a while ago then, right? What you know, What should governments be doing? Unless they're still, it's back again now. Is, that what it, is, is, it, is that, It's on it. It's on again. Maybe that's what's going on here. Final people to the jobs. Or maybe, you know, I mean, we've seen government, federal government right now, picking and choosing companies. That's not going well. No, that's not going well. It never goes well. Of course. I think the government needs to invest in actual people, in, in, uh, in skills, in making sure that we're ready for whatever the economy looks like. Because we saw that, you know, we closed our doors and this affected adversely sort of the, the, the lowest wage jobs, the, precu- uh, the precarious yep. labor. Uh, and we got to figure out how to get people out of that trained up into whatever a new economy looks like, a digital economy, a delivery economy, whatever a digital economy. it is. Are we've our got governments to get them capable trained. of doing that? They haven't been capable uh, yet, but I do believe that this pandemic has forced us to think. Yeah, was that what someone said? Uh, doing says uh, she's a Jewish lesbian. Is that what? Yeah, I think I saw. I think I remember this woman from shrieking about something about the Holocaust or something like that. I Way don't know. faster. The Holocaust denial. Uh, I don't know what it was, but anyway. Uh, I think that's enough of a vote for Pierre. Pierre is a vote for universal basic income. Of course it is. And of course, you know, you do Trudeau, you also get it. <laughs> so it doesn't doesn't matter. Same shit. Different, uh, different assholes. Trans man, uh, Diagolonian says, yeah, exactly. I don't know what that, what's her, what's her name? <laughs> what's her name again? I'll find it. Anyway, okay. Let's see here. Sure work up here. Sorry guys, a little slow and laid back today. I hope you don't mind. It's usually just a <laughs> super well produced. Uh, anyway, and of course, then we have to talk about MAID, right? MAID is a, in the wake of that, I forgot, but the MAID, right? The Medical Assistance in Dying, which has been uh, <clears throat> so popular and, and growing in popularity in Canada. That's of course also next down the pipe, right? We see here that you've been uh, dependent on UBI for this amount of period, and uh, well, have you uh, have you thought about killing yourself? <clears throat> we'll step in and uh, we'll help out. Uh, are you white? How have you thought about maid? All right. Okay. Here's the other one I wanted to cover, or the other one. There's one of the other ones. 
Uh, teen tourists stabbed by a deranged stranger. That's a, <laughs> a wonderful. That's a wonderful way of putting it. Thank you, New York Post. A deranged stranger at Grand Central who shouted, "Quote." I want all the white people dead, unquote, on Christmas. And this is a, what, a police report, I guess. <clears throat> Teen tourist stabbed by a stranger. Uh, I don't think they have a video on this here, too. I, I'm not sure if there's a video of this out. A troubled vagrant <laughs> randomly stabbed. If he says, correct me if I'm wrong on this here, chat. If he says, I want all the white people dead, is it is it, a, is it really a random stabbing? I mean, it's random in the sense that he chose them randomly because at least he thought that they looked white, right? They actually came from Paraguay, which I do believe you spell gay at the end, by the way. But uh, so it, technically they might not have been, you know, white, but they, they could have been. I'm not saying that there's, there's white people in South Africa, South American countries, of course, but um, Presumably, he, he, they, to him, they looked white, right? And that's why they were targeted. So I understand that it's random in terms of who they are, but at the same time, it's very specific in terms of why he targeted them, right? So it's, is it random? No. Is it, is, this a, is, it, is it run through the hoops of being a hate crime? I don't know yet, right? Anyway, this random, uh, random attack by this vagrant... Uh, he stabbed two teenage girls enjoying a Christmas morning meal with their parents at a Grand Central Terminal restaurant after ranting that he wanted all white people dead, authorities said. The girls, 14, 16, olds visiting from South America, were attacked at tar Tartinery uh, in the Grand Central Dining Concourse around 11.25 a.m. on Monday and suffered non-life-threatening stab wounds, police and sources dead. I want all the white people dead, the suspect. Steve Hutcherson, 36, allegedly yelled, according to police sources, I want to sit next to the crackers. <laughs> and then he then allegedly lunged at the unsuspecting teens, plunging a knife into the 16-year-old's back, nicking her lungs. So multiple times then, I would assume, because you could you hit both lungs with that. I No, he took it out back in again in the other lung, presumably. And stabbing the younger girl in the thigh, uh, Hutchison, who cops and sources said has a slew, here it is, right, has a slew of prior arrests and a history of mental health issues had allegedly uh, popped up, uh, pooped, no, popped up at the restaurant and said he wanted a table but wasn't going to order anything, staffers said. <clears throat> so there we go. So let them all out. Is this the uh, is this the uh, the Soros uh, prosecutors uh, shit here going on? Accused Grand Central stabber shouldn't have been out after threatening Bronx men two weeks before slicing teen tourists. Was that also white man? <clears throat> no, it was not. Deranged attackers. So you get to wonder who inspires all of this, right? You get because that's the a deeper analysis of this, right? What in the world is driving all this anti-white hatred, right? Can we have a <clears throat> can we have a deeper kind of a soul-searching article on I don't know, like the Atlantic or HuffPost or I don't know, the Recount or something about about kind of this general environment right now about how people who might not even actually be and might not view themselves as white, like these girls in from Paraguay, uh, are are randomly attacked by an anti-white lunatic and a crazy idiot because uh, he at least thought they looked white. What's, what's going on with that?
It's like it's this well-oiled machine, right? And it's all backed up, of course, by the media, by everybody, because they don't um, they don't ask these questions. Well, how do we stop it again? Well, how did this happen? And how do we stop it? People are dying, right? No, there's no no deeper conversation about this. Here's a, a quick news segment about this too. Let's see if they have anything uh, in addition to this. But first at 11 o'clock, we're following a developing story. Late details coming out in court in Manhattan for the man charged with attacking two teenage sisters at Grand Central Terminal. This as they were visiting New York City. And we're now learning just how seriously hurt one sister is. I would assume reporter Sonia Ring. There's nothing like, uh, there's nothing like Christmas in New York. They, they wanted to do what Kevin McAllister do uh, does and uh, go to go to New York and, uh, and see the see the beauty and the lights while they were they were stabbed by some random uh, African. <laughs> Definitely worth it, folks. Go on here now with the new information. Sonia. Well, Bill, we're learning more about that suspect's violent past, which included 17 prior arrests and a lot of erratic behavior. The NYPD considered him to be emotionally disturbed. Tonight at Manhattan Criminal Court, 36-year-old Stephen Hutcherson of the Bronx. But so what? 36? Holy shit. Um, so, but what What then causes this, right? Because if he's, he's emotionally disturbed, he's, okay, well, he's being fed this shit from somewhere, right? Crackers, and I want to kill all whites, I wish they're dead, whatever. Could, will somebody go through his social media, uh, you know, kind of a history, and, and, and find out what he's, who's been feeding him with these kinds of attitudes? Hmm? Was charged with attempted murder as a hate crime. Two counts for the two teenage tourists from Paraguay. He's accused of stabbing at the Grand Central Terminal food court hate crimes because he was heard saying, I want all the white people dead. He also faces multiple counts of assault as a hate crime and endangering the welfare of a child. Court documents say he pulled out a knife and stabbed a 16-year-old girl in the back as she was sitting with her family at Tartinery on Christmas Day and then stabbed her 14-year-old sister in the leg. Hutcherson had that long history of arrests, the latest just last month for threatening someone with a knife for which he pleaded guilty, and he was apparently living inside Grand Central Terminal. Mayor Adams today oh, pointed yes, to a drop in subway crime, saying he continues to prioritize removing the mentally ill from the transit system. Anytime you have incidents in these high-profile locations, <laughs> it sends the this feeling guy. of, you know, people don't feel safe, and that's why we have to make sure we, you know, zero in, make the arrests as soon as possible. Uh, and make sure but uh, he was out. He shouldn't have been out. Uh, so, so what are you going to do? Should we now? get those repeated offenders off our streets? The two teen sisters from Paraguay who were here in town for the holidays with their family are still recovering at Bellevue Hospital tonight. The 16-year-old is being treated for a collapsed lung. Bill, welcome All to right, so uh, welcome to America. Now, what can you say here? All right. Anyway, so he shouldn't been out, but uh, of course he was. Some goddamn, uh, you know, criminal justice reform, uh, shitlib, anti-white, <clears throat> you know, fucking program that you could, you could thanks for that. And of course, if it weren't them, it would have been uh, <clears throat> somewhere else, someone else, presumably, as well. Uh, okay. So, I want to talk a little bit about the Israel shit here as well. Because we got to do some updates on that. Yeah, did someone... Let me see here. Melissa Lantzman. Okay, that was the name of the uh, of the this this woman right here. Yeah, Lantzman. That's right, Lantzman. I remember. Okay, so check out this. This is kind of interesting, right? 
because we thought, you know, technology and everything's changing and AI and stuff. And, and of course, that's, that's true. <clears throat> but also, of course, because some of the conflict that's happening, uh, you can also see how a lot of the stuff, how the weaknesses in our global globalized systems are being intensely weakened by everything that's now doable with some of this technology, right? And how easy it is. So check out these two stories here. It will lead us into a little bit on Israel and stuff. Um, shipping giant Hapag Lloyd. I think it was Lloyd something else before, wasn't it? Some conglomerate that went together here. Uh, I think it's out of Germany. Will continue to avoid Red Sea amid Houthi attacks. U.S. Naval Task Force shot down 12 attack drones and five missiles fired by Houthis in 10 hours. So this is the <clears throat> what the biggest shipping vessel ever, all right? The CMA uh, Palais, Palais Royale, the world's largest container ship powered by natural gas, sails in the Bay of Marseille, southern France, on December 14, 2023. And of course, they, they link, or they show a photo of this because <clears throat> that's one of the, uh, I think, ships that are then not going this route. But check out the, like, the, the, the cons, it, it's, it's hilarious in a sense that the Houthi rebels, who's like this in comparison to things like, I mean, the Yemenis have been like starved out from, for, like by the Saudis for I don't know how many years on end this has been going on now. And the little that they get from like Iran or whatever, with drones alone, with like presumably fairly cheap, tiny drones, they can upset like the entire shipping industry essentially and like drive prices up uh, around the world because of this, which just shows you how weak these systems are and how bad it is to centralize not only, you know, manufacturing, but so many other things as well, but definitely the manufacturing base, right? Being centralized into a few countries, you rely on massive shipping, these kinds of, you know, monster ships going across the oceans. And then you have one issue happening with some, you know, with some little rebel group and some drones. And the whole fucking thing is just like, oh, shit, prices are going up. We got to avoid this route now. Um, and I'm saying in a way that it's, it's, it's good because it's forcing, I hope anyway, it's forcing everybody to, re not, not that they will do this. They'll probably, they'll use it in some gay way in order to, oh, well, therefore we need, um, you know, uh, non 24-7 carpet uh, coverage, is that the right term? Um, global coverage of, of, of drone systems and AI surveillance and shit. That, that's like their response in order to keep this fucking dumb system going. But anyway, the point is globalism is like slowly failing in the, in the, in the wake of shit like this. Um, and we're going to learn the hard way, you know what I mean? Shipping giant Hag, Hagpag, Hapag, I don't know if I can pronounce that, uh, AG, will keep diverting vessels from the Red Sea, even as other container companies announce plans to restart transit through the waterway. The German shipping company said it was continuing to assess the situation in the Red Sea as a new U.S.-led task force deploys to the area to provide enhanced maritime security. And that's the other thing, by the way. As U.S. Uh, also kind of is forced to back off from these type of, types of things, as they can't keep the system going, they're spread th uh, too thin, there are too many theaters, too many, uh, you know, too many, too much policing essentially globally going on. They can't keep up with it, right? What happens then? Well, you have someone either filling that power vacuum 
uh, or some of these rebel groups will successfully be able to basically shut down certain, uh, you know, uh, passages unless something is, is being done, right? The U.S. announced the task force <clears throat> last week in response to a series of missile and drone attacks by the Houthis, which the Iran-aligned group said were a response to the Israeli assault on Gaza. The U.S. says the Houthis have launched more than 100 drone and missile attacks on at least 10 commercial vessels in the Red Sea, disrupting global trade flows and sending shipping costs higher, particularly for container ships hauling goods between Europe and Asia. Maersk said on Sunday that its vessels would resume sailing in the area because of the new U.S.-led task force. However, other ship owners, operators, and operators have been more cautious. Despite the deployment of the new task force on Tuesday, the Mediterranean shipping company said one of its container ships were attacked while en route to Pakistan from Saudi Arabia. The Switzerland-based company said it will continue to divert vessels on a, the longer journey around the Cape of Good Hope in Africa to avoid the Red Sea. Holy shit, and that's a, like a long ass way around too, by the way. So here it is. Right? <clears throat> Stock prices of shipping companies are soaring because of the attacks. The Houthis are driving a surging shipping company stock prices and boosting profitability for vessel owners. Like, okay, really? And then, of course, you know that shipping prices are going up because of shit like this, right? So, again, showing you the weakness of systems like that. But, again, it's always money to be made on some some end of this, right? The Israeli container shipping company Zim isn't feeling a lot of love in the Middle East today. Yemen's Houthi rebels have vowed to target Israeli-linked ships with ballistic missiles and drones. And Zim has been forced to divert its vessel from the Red Sea to a more arduous journey around Africa to avoid attacks. It's a development that should have rattled its stock price, but instead... Pickers are loving the tense geopolitical situation. Zim's share price is up a whopping 50% since attack vessels in the Red Sea intensified last month, and it isn't alone. Shares of Maersk, the Danish shipping giant operating more than 700 vessels, are up about 20% in the last month. Like, why? While German company Hagpag Lloyd, Hapag, Hapag Lloyd, I can't fuck dumb name is that, uh, the world's fifth largest shipping container gr- uh, group is up 17%. Business is booming, gents. The U.S. says Yemen's Houthis have launched more than 100. Yeah, they're repeating some of this, right? Houthis increase profitability. <laughs> just, anyway, this is eventually these things are not going to uh, be very well in the long run. And the point is, you know, we've seen uh, just drones alone, right? How that's changed. Uh, warfare tactics <clears throat> and with fairly small means you can change um, and inflict intense damage on you know really you know heavy like tanks and things like this and 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 a lot of advanced technologically advanced military vehicles and equipment and all these kinds of things and you know that's just going to get cheaper and cheaper with better yeah both in a sense AI systems but uh, uh, you know systems that can understand um this much better how to target things where to target things all that's going to change uh you'll probably see something at some point too with even like the you know things like the iron dome and shit in israel which kind of be mildly successful i guess right but you'll see these systems starts outsmarting each other it's it's our it's a wonderful wonderful path towards that matrix reality of having these like you know squid like sentinels uh, you, know, you know flying around everywhere policing everything uh anyway here's uh here's a little bit more on israel <clears throat> doesn't look uh, doesn't look too good here. 
Israel readies for war on seven fronts as attacks recorded in neighboring countries. Israel's leader, Benjamin Netanyahu, says the fight isn't close to finish as the death toll in Gaza raises past 20,000. And what the majority of that is, of course, civilians, right, as we've learned. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> Mr. Wright says, here, have some M- MPC containership dividend. Are you uh, heavily invested in Maersk and uh, Hagpag Lloyd, what the hell it's called? Thank you, Mr. Wright. Appreciate that. 14. Mr. Wright, appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, <clears throat> it's and it's always that like, excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, so what that is over that they they know something. It's usually it's like some kind of insider trading uh, reveal, right? Uh, on things like that, you'd you assume it go down, but it's instead it goes up, and they know something, or there's some solution to it coming, or you know, we'll we'll see how that plays out. We'll, we'll see if we can follow up on that, but anyway. You get the point. Israel has warned that they're in a war on seven fronts as attacks recur. And this, of course, why they need Americans, right, to go fight. And Europe, any any white person that's willing, serveisrael.com. Uh, I'm sure you can, join, you can join up. You can inscript in, in the IDF as well. Uh, yeah, so there are war on seven fronts as attacks recorded in a handful of neighboring countries in the last 48 hours sparked fears, the conflict escalating to the wider region. In an address to the Israeli government on Tuesday, Yuav Galant, the country's defense minister and one of only three members of its war cabinet, said they were coming under attack. There's only three members on that? Okay, interesting. Keep a tight ship over there. Said they were coming under attack from Gaza, Lebanon, Syria, the West Bank, Iraq, Yemen, and Iran. I also feel that like if Gaza and the West Bank, things happen there, then it's like, these countries are attacking us. We are in a multi-front war and coming under attack from seven theaters. Okay, I didn't say countries, theaters, but still. uh, Before listing them all without specifying, he added that they were taking action on six of the fronts. His... Comments came as explosions were recorded off the coast of Yemen, presumably to be an attack by Iranian-backed, here we go again, the Houthi rebels. Like, what do they have? Do they even have food at this point? It's it's crazy. It's crazy to think. I know I get, I get this point of like, well, they have nothing left to lose kind of thing. But it's pretty crazy like that the Houthi rebels are doing more than virtually all other, you know, Muslim countries combined, essentially. Isn't that isn't that bizarre? You'd think they'd join in this, and you know, but I mean, obviously, countries like Saudi Arabia is out, and many of them have just you know, Egypt, obviously under U.S. thumb, which means Israeli thumb. Really, they're, they're out. <clears throat> anyway, fire, they fired missiles into Israel, and the Iranian-backed Hezbollah forces in southern Libya. All of this is just leading up to oh well, we got to take we we got to strike out the route, which is basically we got to go for Iran, right? Because it's. Hezbollah, it's Houthi rebels, blah, blah, blah. It's all being fed by Iran. So we gotta, we got to go into Iran and kill them all. <clears throat> all right. Anyway, so shit's continuing there. Uh, but yeah, if you're, if you're actually... If you're at, I'm, I'm not sure how, how serious those, uh, all of those attacks are. Of course, the Israelis are kind of, kind of known for yeah, exaggerating a little bit. You know what I mean? Making it out, making it out to be much worse than it actually is. Obviously, that's uh, that's just uh, it's just a uh, it's just a nature of things. Apparently, um, 
And so, of course, the kicker here, I checked this out. War on Gaza. Netanyahu looking for countries to absorb ethnically cleansed Palestinians. I guess it would be, would they be, they would be ethnically cleansed if they leave. I, I, I get that. Oh, uh, obviously, right? But if you just murder, is that, I, I guess that's ethnic cleansing, technically. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, local media reported that the Israeli prime minister discussing the idea at a meeting of his Likud party, plus other stories. Um, he has told his supporters that he is working on finding countries ready to, <coughs> I like the term to absorb. It's basically like a, what do you, what do you absorb? Use, use like a, a sponge cloth to like absorb a stain. That's, <laughs> is that what, is that the thinking here? Oh, they just, oh, they got absorbed into the genetic makeup of Germany or, or of Sweden or America, whatever. <clears throat> Absorb, they have absorbed Palestinians from Gaza. Why? Well, because they're just, they're terrorists and they're, they're so dangerous for the Israelis and the Jews. So, you know, here, here, Goy, take them. The Israeli newspaper, Israel Hayom said Netanyahu made the comments at a meeting of his Likud party Monday in which he sought to clarify Israel's plans for after the war had ended. Our problem is countries that are our problem is countries that are ready to absorb them and are working on it. Netanyahu, that's the problem. <clears throat> They're not taking fast enough, I assume. The world is already discussing the possibilities of voluntary immigration, he said, adding that a team must be established to, quote, ensure that those who want to leave Gaza to a third country can do so. It needs to be settled. It has strategic importance for the day after the war, unquote. His words aligned with statements made by other senior Likud figures, former Likud minister Danny Danon, for example, has publicly called on Western states, and this is the Wall Street Journal article, which, of course, we've mentioned before. He's got them Two fucking rats. They're saying, literally, like making the argument, like, oh, they're just too dangerous for for Israel. So Europe and U.S. must accept millions. The West should welcome Gaza. Fuck you. How about that? <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, Danny Dan, a public call on Western states to accept refugees from Gaza. <clears throat> no, in fact, we need to uh, uh, deport back some people. And all those people that are out on the streets during Christmas and upsetting Christmas and Yule parades and all that kind of stuff in, in Western countries um, who are doing their pro-Palestinian shit, they can all just all go back. Just go back to your country and fight Israel and fight the Jews there. That's what you can do. That's, that's literally, you have your goals cut out for you, okay? It's not hard. <clears throat> We don't care about another desert conflict in our countries, okay? And then we can deal with the Kurds and the Turks, like in Germany, or the uh, Eritreans and the Eritreans, or the Hindus and the Sikhs, or the Indians and the Pakistanis, or the whatever and the whatever, the Ugabugas and the Ugabugabingos. Um, we're tired of it. And then our security services has to clean this up. We have to have more surveillance. But we, we, <coughs> we have to keep... We have to keep everybody safe. <coughs> so therefore, we have to bring in mass surveillance and, uh, uh, you know, new technologies, which, of course, you know, we might not have time for it later. Well, we might actually have time for it later. Ga uh, Gabriel 
we've talked about Palantir before, like all these new AI type systems, surveillance systems, and oh well, we'll see, we'll we'll import all these people in, and yes, I know they want to kill you and bomb you, but we have these really advanced kind of detection systems now, so they won't be able to do it. So so you're multiracial, you know, wonderfully, <clears throat> wonderfully united utopia will we'll continue to function more. We'll solve it with the technology. All right. Anyway, fuck Netanyahu. Hopefully the seven, uh, seven front war, uh, uh, you know, doesn't go their way. So here it is, right? More confirmation coming out, just like, just like we said early on, but more and more is coming out. Israel just lied about it, and then they try to hype it up and say, well, this, this was Hamas doing this, when it turns out, of course, they were killing their own, right? Israeli general killed Israelis on October 7th, then lied about it from uh, informationliberation.com. Israeli Brigadier General Barak Hiram ordered an Israeli tank to fire on a house full of Israeli hostages taken captive by Hamas in a kibbutz uh, at the at Beir on October 7th, then made up atrocity propaganda to justify and cover up his cowardly decision. There's uh, Electronic Intifada with the uh, tweet here. It never happened. Israeli General Barak Hiram, fa uh, Hiram fabrica fabricated claims the Palestinian fighters tied up and executed children in an Israeli kibbutz on October 7th, a deadly line that Netanyahu told directly to Joe Biden, laying the groundwork for genocide. Let's check out the video here. It's subtitled. Let me see if I can, uh, can I have a full screen of that? Yeah, here we go. בשלב מסוים גם מגיע ניסים חזן, שהיה מחת פה בכלל אצלי באוגדה, והוא מגיע כמטק. He arrived as a tank commander on a single, speaking too fast here, on a single tank that he managed to put up into use, put into use after he was damaged. And he was, and he was our first tank inside. He was our first tank inside the settlement. I guess it was, but whatever. And I authorized him to shoot shells into buildings to stop the terrorists. But of course, what happened? Hostages are still being held at Kibbutz Be'ir. Dozens of residents are besieged at Kibbutz Be'ir. I guess is the news report. They're uh, doing audio samples from here. In the dialing hall, the IDF spokesman, uh, spokesman said, when the news reports on a hostage incident at Be'ir, yes, in actuality, sadly, there were no hostages. Kisses teeth. Mm. At this stage, there are also Yam, Yamam commandos that we brought into the settlement. And while purifying the neighborhood, it was assigned or assigned one of the citizens. One of the citizens managed to flee from the buildings, and it creates a kind of dynamic or feeling that the terrorists barricaded there in the block of houses might be ready to talk or something like that. A kind of negotiation, supposedly. And a negotiations team 
uh, even arrives and tries to communicate with them and call out. Do they respond? They respond to us with an RPG rocket. Quite the response. At this stage, I authorized the Yamam commander there to burst inside and try to save the citizens trapped in those buildings. When the Yamam wage a truly heroic battle there and charges inside, is there any hope that some of the hostages can still be saved? Uh, I think that block there were about 20 citizens. And I think the Yamam managed to save about four of them. And the rest were murdered? All the rest were murdered in cold blood. How many terrorists were there just in that complex? Uh, we counted the bodies of 26 terrorists in that complex alone. We found eight children tied together and shot. And a couple, a couple husband and wife tied together and shot. Unbelievable. We've been hearing these descriptions for two and a half weeks already. I interview people who rely, relay them to me. I see some of the videos that depicts these incidents. And it's still incomprehensible. Yes, for 2,000 years we see this and it's still incomprehensible. But we thought never again. Oh God. Maybe that is our problem. That we thought never again. That we were in denial. Alright, let me get a full screen here. Alright, so that's the... Uh, let me pause that right there. That's the <coughs> sappy... Sap, sap version, is that correct? Is that... Uh, let me mute that. Mute tab. What was playing there? Uh, <coughs> and of course then we have... Yeah, David Sheen does pretty good. Killed by order of Israel General Barak Hiram. And here we have the names, right? Pesikon, Hanakon, Yitzhak, Siton, Tal Ziton, Zev Hacker, Hacker. Huh? Uh, anyway, it goes on there. Obviously, then, presumably, <coughs> families, right? Uh, from the electronic Infada, Israel's general killed Israelis on October 7th and lied about it. Video and witnesses account recently published by Israeli media reveals new details about how Israeli forces killed their own civilians in Kibbutz Be'er on October 7th. This was, I guess, the tweet there <coughs> last week that released uh, previously unseen footage of an Israeli tank. No, that's okay. Can we see that? Is that the footage? Let's see. Okay, I haven't seen this. This is the sh longer version. Let's go forward here a little bit. It's like five minutes long. Yeah, here's the neighborhood, right? Yeah, because people are pointing out, big surprise, right? The houses were like, you know, like totally demolished and stuff. And it's like, hey, wait a minute, how did, how did they do? They went in with their paragliders and like <clears throat> how much heavy <clears throat> excuse me how much heavy art, art, artillery like that can you carry on those people like breaking down the weight how much you could you know all that stuff right and i was like wait a minute this is like it's like the rave party right like heavy you know like helicopters shooting like hellfire missiles into the crowds and shit and of course in these buildings were like they were destroyed by tanks they just fired straight into them and shit like that so this is not a big surprise yeah here's some of the is there volume on this I don't think there's any volume on this. Oh, it's because I muted the tag, genius. Let's uh, unmute that. <laughs> We're only doing it to the sides to take down the walls. 
wait a minute. If you fight, if you if you shoot into these houses where civilians are and the hostages, won't that kill them? No, no, no. We're just uh, we're t- we're taking down this wall here on the side. You see. <laughs> Whoa, there was someone shooting there. Suddenly, a horrible boom, and I can't manage to move my legs. It was completely obvious to me that I and my husband, Adi, were wounded from the shrapnel of the tank shell. Nubity reveals that a shell was shot towards Pessy's house. Alright, anyway, you get the point. So that's what we said, that's what we said early on, right? And it was, yeah, it was testimony on radio primarily, I think, was that first. And they were like, yeah, they, uh, they, they, shot, they shot and killed their own, basically. And then they're using that and say, look at what they did, you know, kind of thing. It's in, <laughs> incomprehensible. Uh, Ryan, Triple G, good to see you, sir. How's you, how you doing? He- Hello, Houthis. There you go. Uh, send some resources, excuse me. Got to send some resources to the Houthis. Is that the, uh, that's the trick? Good to see you, Ryan. Sorry. <clears throat> Clear my throat. One second. And then we have Der Rusker, who says, Seven fronts, another example of what mo- what mo- warmongers there are. Yeah, it's a good point, Der Rusker. Like, you have, oh, wait a minute, you have seven, seven different areas, like, attacking you when you're, like, trying to do this one legitimately moral thing, apparently, right? Anyway. Uh, another 1488 from Ryan Triple G. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. What's the company that supplies the IDF with diapers? Uh, my friend wants to invest. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, they could, you could, uh, could uh, stand, you stand a lot, of, a lot of money to be gained here. Uh, if you know how to place it right, I guess. Yeah, I, see, I don't know. How, they're not going to get out of this. It's just, I mean, it's so damaging on every front uh, to these to this country and to these people overall, how they're pushing it. And, uh, well, we'll see how it plays out. I mean, we'll see how it plays out. Maybe, maybe there will be something, uh, some ace they have in their sleeve. Like I knew they're like a nuclear, you know, fucking country and they're like refusing to have inspectors and stuff. So nobody even knows what it is. So they have this maniac, you know, potential solution at the end, right? The, um, not the union plan, right? That's the, um, the, uh, What's his name again? The one who knocked down the temple? <clears throat> the Samson option. That's right. The Samson option. Uh, which is basically just, you know, if we go down, everybody goes down. So that's a big problem. Uh, someone needs to, the international community needs to go in and say, ah, bah, 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 we didn't approve this or whatever. Uh, or you can't, you can't, you can't have that. <laughs> is that going to happen? No, probably not. But regardless, they're using, they're losing the information where they're, they're not, they're not getting ahead on this. Uh, it, it, it's just getting worse and worse. They're digging their grave deeper and deeper all times. Uh, Virginia Drifter. I haven't seen you in a while. Good to see you, man. I'm trying to get out of Virginia so I can change my name from Virginia Drifter to the Idaho or Tennessee Stayer. There you go. You guys, uh, you guys left 
at the right time because this state is swirling the drain. Yes, I mean, we we probably knew that even before we moved there. But hey, we, we tried it out, gave it a shot, and it was like, I don't think so. And you show up to a playground and you're only... Uh, you can't understand anybody and, and your kids uh, are the only ones speaking um, English. And we're not talking that the other languages they spoke were like Swedish or Norwegian or Danish or Finnish or German or French or like that. It was just like straight, uh, you know, like whatever they speak in Somalia, whatever it was. Like, ah, this is not not that great. Let's uh, let's go to where uh, there's white people. Yes, but anyway, Virginia Driftery, want to make it up to Idaho? Let us know. Uh, you're more than welcome. Uh, urge many people as possible to, uh, to to move. To be honest, get 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 out. I, I mean, again, I said it before. I I get if some people want to stay behind, they want to fight, they want to keep these places, uh, try to keep them at bay or whatever. But you know, I can't I can't blame people. They're just like, you know what? It's I'm not going to raise my kids in those environments. I totally um, understand that you just want to want to get out. You know, people can look at you look at like the Amish or something like that. Like they have been fairly left alone right fairly left alone and uh would that but would that happen to you know other groups of just europeans uh hard to say hard to say anyway let's see here we got a couple more here before we wrap up so i wanted to just mention uh all of our favorite spurg kanye uh, apparently backtracked here and apologized on Instagram uh, in Hebrew, uh, nonetheless. As linked up by uh, Andy No on Twitter. Ye West, formerly Kanye West, posted, but he went back to Kanye West, all right? Kanye West, he says or not. Anyway, um, he posted an apology in Hebrew. Oh, that's the wrong one. Sorry, guys. Discombobulated. There we go. Uh, posted an apology in Hebrew for his anti-Semitic outburst in 2022 that caused him to be canceled from the music industry. Oh, wow. Can we... Huh. Interesting. He was canceled from the music industry. Hmm. Dwell on that for a little bit, uh, Andy. No. So does that... Is the supposed anti-Semitic out- outburst that include the fact that he talked about who controls the music industry? Was that part of it? Hmm. And of course, his bank accounts, and then frozen out of Adidas, right? They just end up taking his inventory or whatever, breaking contracts, and just giving it to like ADL and other Israeli organizations and shit. Translated, it reads: "I sincerely apologize to the Jewish community for any un- did um, did the did the uh, Jewish Canadian uh, personal trainer get some uh, get get to him some somehow? <laughs> is, that, is that what happened? Pasternak, what was his name again?" I sincerely apologize to the Jewish community for any unintended outbursts caused by my words or actions. I did not intend to offend or demean, and I deeply regret any pain I may have caused. I am committed to starting with myself and learning from this experience to ensure greater sensitivity and understanding in the future. Your forgiveness is important to me, and I am committed to making amends and promoting unity. Again, didn't he just recently just yay Jesus, Hitler, or some comment he made at one of his pool parties or something? All right, so there you go. Uh, Good for him. He was in the middle of a weird manic episode anyway. Who knows how much of that, if any of it, he believed. 
Did he speak the truth though? Kind of my Did he when he said when he went on Lex Friedman and he said, "Well, it's it's the truth though." Does that mean he does? He didn't believe. He doesn't believe that now. Let me see if I can find that clip. You guys have seen it, right? Lex Friedman. Yeah, here it is. Right, this is a classic. Play this. He said, well, it's, "It's true though, right?" Here it is. Let's play one of the one of the good ones here from Yee. As a father and as a black person with a political opinion, a great man still <laughs> through the pain does the right thing, and I think the right thing is to not say that there's Jewish control of the media. And That's the incorrect, though. That's a fucking lie. There is. And they did come and bully me. It proved the point. No, the reason you don't say it Why? is because the world is much bigger than the... Let's hear it, Lex. Give me the narrow little world you exist in. He's just like, you dumb, you're a dumb African. Uh, and uh, my big Jewish brain is so much smarter than you, ye. Okay, so you're ignorant. Well, he, he criticizes the industry, and then, of course, he's closed out and shut down from the industry because what he says was totally wrong, which proves they don't have any power. Your impact stretches way past those little boardroom so, meetings over contracts. So what you should understand? I have done? What should I have done? Not say that you should no, be a strong man that doesn't mention that doesn't mention religion or people and then f fight. Do you want to win this fight? Because how do I win? Not, how do we win? Call out individual people built... That's one way because they have a big voice. The, the other the individuals are at it again. The voice that I prefer is to build another uh, uh, label. I feel or support I feel another like label. You're, that control, you're controlling my creative narrative and my <laughs> because just like how you're telling me I shouldn't have said that. Do you think there are people telling me I shouldn't have wore a red hat? All right. Anyway, the MAGA thing I don't care about, but <clears throat> holy shit, we got to cover the Poland thing too. What am I doing? I'm saucing around here. McDozer over on Entropy says I've been so busy with the Yuletide season, I haven't had a chance to catch you live. Uh, here we are on the 8th day of Yule. Well, wishes and much love from my family to yours. Thank you so much, McDozer. Appreciate your support. Happy Yule. Good, uh, Merry Christmas uh, to you guys out there watching. Really appreciate it. Hope you had a good time. Yeah, so obviously the official... I have that story up, right? The official uh, Yule celebration here, right? In If you go according to the old German... Hey, and people have pointed out this to me, too. You know, you 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 as we say in Sweden, it's you know it's become its its own thing now, and yes, it's not historically exactly on those dates or whatever, but it's <coughs> excuse me, but it's become its as I said its own thing. Um, it's what Swedes and I, you know my family celebrated for probably how far back to this, probably at least four or five hundred years, maybe not exactly in that way, but I'm saying at that time, right? But prior, yes, prior, it was. And it's funny because I saw this change. Some people have gotten this wrong. I, it's not the full moon following the winter solstice. It's the new moon following this, uh, the winter solstice. And despite that, I went to the moon uh, calendar, right? So it'd be the <clears throat> the winter solstice was on the 21st, right? 21st of December. And so then you check, well, when is the next new moon? Uh, and here it says it's January 11th. So that's traditionally Germanic uh, Norse tradition. That would be when the Yule... Um, uh, you'll festivities begin the celebration begins essentially <clears throat> but we get your point i just want to squeeze that in there because i could because i had the opportunity i didn't do that last time all right anyway so <clears throat> let's uh let's check in on this here real quick where i'm here yeah this was interesting former adl boss abe foxman calls for scrapping dei <laughs> here we go ah diversity equity inclusion wasn't that great yeah i wonder why hmm wonder why okay <clears throat> excuse me 
<clears throat> yeah, damn it. <clears throat> Clear my throat. Have some water. Yeah, so Poland, folks. Former EU leader <clears throat> Donald Tusk vows to chase away evil as he returns as Poland's prime minister. Tusk intends to move Poland closer to European allies. And you know what that means, right? And we've talked about this before. Uh, people were a little bit too over-enthusiastic uh, about the based Poland, uh, you know, kind of claims, right? And unfortunately, <coughs> now we're moving in that direction. Uh, and expect just a wave of... <sighs> a wave of gay <coughs> coming down the pipe here for Poland as they seek. And, and it's not that the... Uh, the PIS, what would it stand for again? The, uh, it was not the Freedom and Liberty. What, what does that stand for again? Oh, what were they called? Law and Justice. That's right. Law and, Law and Justice Party. It's not that they were, and we've talked about this many times, right? not that they were hardlined enough. And, and, and again, they didn't manage to keep th things like these at bay, uh, things like this at bay. But it's as bad as they were on some issues, then they were still decent on some. And they had, yeah, they managed to hold some of that back for a little bit. Um, although, I was seeing a bit here, things actually uh, sped up under them. As, as usually, it's, it's always the same thing. You do have that war, weird, weird thing, right, with Yaroslav Kaczynski that headed up <clears throat> the uh, law and justice, the PIS, for the longest time, took over after his twin brother. Um, was it Laish or Leon or something, um, were, I believe, killed in that plane crash. Remember that? Back in, uh, what was that? Pl plane crash. Uh, the, yeah, the president was taken down, right? Uh, Smolensk air disaster. Oh, 2010, man, it was that long ago. You guys remember that? This weird, it felt like this, like, and people try to, even the PIS, I think, try to blame, yeah, Le Lech, Lech, uh, Kaczynski, twin brother to the, the guy at that time. <clears throat> people try to, they open some investigation. They try to say that Russia was behind it and stuff. And I, I don't know, it felt, I don't know, it was weird. I remember at the time we showed, or we saw some footage of people walking up afterwards in the wreckage and stuff, and there's, there was bullet holes, all kinds of... It was weird shit. Anyway, they, they ended up dropping the investigation and just, like, said, you know, they were, you know, oh, there's nothing to it, it's all fine, it was just a weather incident and nothing to... I don't know, it's just so weird. It was 18 members of the Polish uh, parliament, senior members of the Polish clergy, president of the National Bank of Poland was on the plane, Polish general staff, other... Pol it was, like, it just one swoop, boom, right? They're taken out. I'm not saying this like, oh, that's what, you know, that's what caused Poland to not then lo no longer be based. But I'm saying it's something, it's been, I think, concerted effort to like take away the little amounts of conservative values that you've seen in Poland for the longest time. And then even like the menorah, you know, the fire extinguisher event and stuff like that has like, you know, kicked back, you know, right, and completely caused the whole kind of political establishment really in Poland to counter signal that as well. Uh, but anyway, here, here it is, <clears throat> the moment, right, when Donald Tusk confirmed as a country's new prime minister. This is over a, well over a week ago now, so I'm a little bit late on this too. The slow, painful death of Poland begins. Uh, and of course, then we got uh, confirmation. 
pundits, essentially, where they basically people basically say it's like martial law. Poland's pro-EU government seizes public news channels with massive political raid. Raid. This is the most brutal taking of power ever in the EU. While, of course, they, Hungary is, and again, but no, Hungary is also not based, and there's a lot of problems there too, you know. But there's some things they they, they do right, right? Um, but while they're blaming Hungary, and even the EU is even suing Hungary for like violation of human rights and not standing up to the EU, uh, you know, court of law and uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, ethics investigations and, oh, my God, this is there's a tyranny in Hungary. They do shit like that, right? With these all these EU people coming in. <clears throat> the government have been using force, assaulting MPs and shutting down media that they don't like. Poland's public television news station went off the air yesterday. Now, this is on the 20th. So, again, this is uh, six days ago now went off the air as police conducted massive raids to seize public news station TVP with fears becoming realized that Prime Minister Donald Tusk would move quickly to crack down on press freedoms once he assumed power. A group of senior law and justice politicians, including party leader Yaroslav Kaczynski and former Prime Minister Matuza Morawiecki, arrived at the headquarters of the state-run TV broadcaster TVP on Wednesday afternoon as the new pro-EU government moved to seize control of state-run press in dramatic authoritarian fashion. Uh, here's some of the footage of how this looked. So new uh, Global Homo Power comes in. Police are uh, immediately sent in to the state-run television channels to shut things down. It's basically... Uh, that's how it looks when you save democracy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, both Moravecki and Kaczynski said the government's decision to replace public media chiefs resembles a coup d'etat and an illegal takeover by force. Kaczynski told reporters that the Law and Justice Party stood in defense of democracy and a pluralistic media. Now, I think, what was it they... Donald Tusk's, and I forget what it, what it's called, his party, didn't get a uh, majority of the votes, but they, uh, the, the Law and Justice uh, Party didn't manage to form a coalition, as far as I understand the situation. And, uh, but the Donald Tusk, uh, you know, they managed to do, form a coalition with some of the other global homos, I think. Uh, and that's how, how this happened. And, and again, immediately then, let, let's see if this is in English or... Subtitled. Okay, subtitled. Got full screen here. See if I can do this. No, I went to the wrong one. We'll click in on this one here. Hang on. Lots of Polish laws. Oh no, it is English. Okay, let's play. Let's just play it here then. There we go. Like what we see today is violating of. Uh, this is a Maria Maria Moriavecki Moriavecki Polish laws, including constitution, and um, this violation also has impact on TVP World. Uh, let me remind you that TVP World and TVP Public me Media uh, was very active in informing about Ukraine, about what's going on uh, in uh, in Ukraine, and and the. Uh, 
Russian aggression on, on Ukraine, uh, as well as uh, in, it was an independent information uh, for all the um, international, international media and, and public opinion about what's going on in, in this part of the world. Uh, you do not have real democracy if there is no media informing uh, about what's going on. And now uh, uh, we experience uh, very clearly a situation where independent media uh, are deprived of um, any independence, and uh, so to say, and, and, and this is why it's, it's so dangerous. Uh, you cannot change your constitution, you cannot change your legislation by a, um, an act, uh, resolution, which is clearly an act of a lower rank. Uh, it's not part of rule of law, it's not uh, part of democracy. The democracy today in Poland is very much in, endangered. Okay, hey, settle down there. They're saving democracy, okay? I think you got this backward. I saw the New York Times piece. It was like, oh, they refused to leave. And, we, you know, all these puppets are going to put in, be put into place to hammer the new government's line. And uh, these people at the TV station refused. PS politicians compared the situation to the introduction of martial law in Poland in 1981, in the sense that the government then also shut down TV programs and dismissed scores of journalists. There was an outrage, too, at an incident in which a female MP from Law and Justice Party was assaulted by one of the bodyguards who assisted the new chairman of the TVP board in taking over an office at the TVP. So I guess. A co ty nie czujesz, ty człowieku? Co ty nie czujesz? Kim pan jest? Proszę, proszę, proszę. Yeah, that's totally not a, totally not a clue we are going on, folks. Totally not a, an attempt to control and regulate information flows in the country. No, no, no. Just, just democracy, folks. All right, there it is. A little assaulting, a little uh, manhandling, right? But again, uh, you will, we will not see any headlines from any mainstream other Western, you know, EU, pro-EU global homo press that just like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Anyway, people were out in force uh, in front of the TVP building. Some footage from that, too. Sierra Hedge had a piece about this, too. Uh, it's like Marshall Raw. Raw. Marshall Raw. Poland's pro-EU government seizes public news channels in massive police raid. Uh, I'm not sure they had any additional. I think they have. Yeah, they had much of that lifted from uh, Remix, to be honest. Uh, so that's what that's from. Now. Um. Here's what it looked like. Is this the BBC piece? Yeah, when they actually took them off air. I guess live Polish uh, state TVP info channel off air as Tusk reforms kicks in. Yeah, so it just reforms. We got some reforms coming here. I, I can't help to feel that the shit that went down in uh, Prague as well, in the Czech Republic with this shooting, is somehow related to the push to like get some of these guys, right? Because they're of a... Little, again, a little bit more conservative leaning in some of these countries, right? They'll you'll be used in some way. That's what I'm saying. It will be used in some way to try to purge the little bit more nationalistic uh, parties and elements from these countries. Most, most. I mean, undoubtedly, I think that's what they're going to do. Uh, anyway, here it is. 
Good morning, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Adrian, blah, 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 they're here with uh, <coughs> whatever we begin. Uh, unfortunately, we have to interrupt Interrupt agro, agro business. Is that uh, farming? Judging from the uh, graphic in the background there, yes, it's probably agro business <coughs> in some show. We start, we start, we a special edition of Wajadomoshi. Not sure what that is. Exactly at 11.18, for reasons unknown to us, the signal of TVP Info was cut off. See, that's pretty... <laughs> slash, slash the signal. And that's not like, okay, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna do this nice and calmly. We're gonna, you know, we have some reforms coming here. We're gonna hear some proposed changes in messaging on the public state. No, just cut, cut the signal. This was like despots do, right? This is what they accuse every, uh, everyone else of doing. It's, it's hilarious when this happens. Yes, it was cut off. This has never happened before in Polish history. Polish media has been taken over. A historic moment for the Polish television. The Minister of Culture Minister of Culture dismissed the supervision boards and the management of TVP, the Polish radio and the PAP. And then he just walked out. And that's that. Wow. President Dabunga, good to see you. Said, hey, Henrik, hope you had a good Yule, and thanks for the email. You bet. Uh, my pleasure. Open borders for Israel. Make some uh, Jewish lattos? Or is that just tattoos? <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> Jewish lattos? Is that a spelling, cor uh, a spelling correction or something? <clears throat> Thank you, President Dabunga. Sorry if I uh, butchered that last word. I'm not. Maybe it's something obvious I should get. Uh, good to see you. Good to see you as always. Uh, Liam uh, T. Jarrett says, I propose astrology as a construct for alternative religion to Judaism slash Christianity. Uh, uh, yeah, what was it? The Yeah, it's yeah, I, I get your point. You can include you can include a n number of things, whether they are scientific or metaphysic or um you know, in terms of origin, uh, history, culture, but at the end of the day, I think we, it needs to be something centered around, um, yeah, our, our, our folk, essentially, right? Folk, our, our, our ancestors, our, our predecessors, you know what I mean? And um, I mean, I'm not going to come up with a religion right now, and I know others have, you know, been kind of been trying to do that as well. Uh, but I think the reality is, uh, partially, there's, how do I put this in a nice way? How, how do I put this? With the disappointment of where science have led us, obviously, and how much fake and gay of those sorts we've gotten, there's this tendency then by a lot of people to just also throw out all of it, right? Throw out the baby with the bathwater, essentially say, well, it's all fake and gay. And none of it is correct. And basically, let's just revert back to an understanding which obviously, you know, predates uh, some of the many advancements that we had made in the West by Western minds, by uh, Europeans, uh, all over. Uh, in the West, and and then it's like, oh well, you know, uh, we just we just have, we just have to go back to that, and that that's going to fix it all, and that's of course not always the case. I, th I think again, as what Nietzsche said, it, it didn't say, he didn't say God is dead because I killed God. He said there's a there is a natural. Um, I'm paraphrasing. It was a, there's a natural there's a drift away from a belief system. That whether you like it or not doesn't 
doesn't it doesn't hold it does not incorporate encapsulates everything that we've come to know and that we have known in the past and it's impossible to keep that together right and that's why he you know again paraphrasing and <laughs> vastly over simplifying this here but like you know a belief in the in the uber in the ubermensch right the overman the the superior man in a sense it's not that it's a belief in us necessarily but there's an understanding of what we are and what we come from what we're part of and i, and I think you can include um i think there's a there's a there's signs of of a creator a, cre- a creation right whether you view that as strictly as nature or something you know physically beyond that um metaphysically something beyond that <clears throat> making a horrible job you know, encapsulating this here but just on the fly you know just a segment we did on the on the bioelectricity shit you know in the western warrior show i thought that was f- fascinating because it shows genetics is not the primary driver it's n- it's not this you know and that's where sciences have let us down right that it's like well the self is genes and it's just a reproduction of the genes that's all that matters uh and it's not right there's there's other things there's purpose there's morality there's continuity but a distilled down an understanding of us of what we are as a group as a people as an ethnicity as a race where we come from what we're a part of that has to be incorporated into a system of understanding essentially or system of um belief if you will it's a kind of a bad word i guess in one sense but you might not replace some others and it's not going to for some people which i understand but you go inevitably i think you're going to see people drift away from it and that's when you know nihilism sets in that's why well nothing means anything kind of shit sets in and either you get that or you get as i said before just a, like a, a reversal and a completely thrown out of everything that we have learned which i think ge- our genuine you know understanding of 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 the of what we're part of here the creation that we're in the, the universe the physical realm at least um and uh, they're willing to throw that all of that out just because it's it's easier just to revert back and i think in the long run that's not going to work uh specifically the more we learn genuinely learn and, and genuinely understand of what we're part of so yes yeah, something new as <clears throat> interesting uh interesting insert there though with astrology because i think there's there's something part of it and whether that's because we're in a because there's a holographic nature to reality or whatever uh or whatever the source or or reason for that is I don't think we're slaves to those kinds of impulses, but it's clearly, at least me, that yeah, we're affected by way larger things that's beyond, beyond, you know, both our comprehension, but also obviously things we have learned to deconstruct or, or decode, I guess, with yeah, things like astrology. Sometimes shit like that works. Like why, how, I, that I don't know, but some sometimes it's fucking correct. <laughs> I've, I've seen that shit. You know what I mean? Um, Sometimes it's not, but but many times it is, and and those who really are good at it, they they can make a lot of sense with that. It's it's interesting. Uh, point is, we we it's not, it's not. We haven't figured this shit out. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Uh, we're just we're at the dawn essentially of human consciousness if we look at the time scale of where we're at with that stuff, and we're just learning, and and our willingness to just to close that book and just to revert back to something just because it's more comfortable with the shitty version of the science, you know, science that we've been offered is 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 an l that's taking an l in my view i think we need to keep keep moving forward keep understanding better um both the the physical but also the metaphysical um reality that we're tied to anyway uh thank you liam for that little interesting philosophical note on that maybe next time poland has no word for chirp 
And all their fire extinguishers are well maintained. <laughs> there you go. That was kind of funny. Um, so yeah, this is the guy that is now positioned as the head of the foreign ministry <clears throat> in Poland, by the way. Remember this little guy? He's married to Anne Applebaum, the crazy warmongerer, right? <laughs> That's insane. <coughs> so super hardcore, obviously pro-EU, but pro-US, globalism, global homo. Uh, and yes, they're, hor- they're, all, they're all probably Zionist puppets, uh, obviously, all these people too. Well, Anne Applebaum, she's a hardcore Zionist, right? Jewess. Uh, so he's married to her. Pushing all her uh, her shit with her war with Russia and selling out Ukraine and destroying Ukraine in the process, all that stuff, right? Uh, so these are the guys that are coming in. Even this, we're not going to play it all because I have one more thing I want to get to before we round up here. But uh, yeah, Radek Sikorski on defeating populism in Poland. Former foreign minister says democracy won in Polish election. This is what uh, is this October? Oh, why can't they give you a date on this? I think it's something like Octo- October. Or November, maybe this was November after the election. Uh, God, this ad just goes and goes and goes. Found a way to bypass the uh, ad blocker here, CNN. That's no good. Anyway, he he goes on to just. By the way, look at his. I mean, I, look. I know maybe he has maybe he has some vaccine damage or something. But look at his demeanor and his twitching here. To Donald Tusk. We did it really. I know that our dreams were even more ambitious, but I'll tell you that I've been a politician for many years. I'm an athlete. I have never been so happy with this supposed second place in my life. Poland won, democracy won. So he's basically saying, yes, the That's act- why they're shutting down the television stations, ladies and gentlemen, because democracy won. The actual ruling party that you oppose did get the most votes, but not enough to form a government. Do you believe in this very contentious era that we live in that your coalition and your party will manage to take their seats and and become the next government? Which they did. They have done. Yes, I think so. The ruling party has been so nasty to everyone, including even to the far right, that nobody wants to make a coalition with them. Uh, Remember also that this was not a... (laughs) So I managed to squeeze that in. Even them, so I guess the PIS, the law enforcement, I mean, which it's true, I guess, in that sense, they weren't like far right. Fair election. Uh, Fair. I wouldn't be surprised if some gay op here, maybe someone in Poland has, has, has the insight on this. The, uh, interim report it was just such a, saying it. Just, you know, this can't stand what's happening here. Let's get a new regime in. Let's just do a coup uh, and then just, you know, wave the flags of democracy and then put all these globalist, uh, you know, shills like this guy in there. Uh, and immediately you were going to see massive changes uh, we said, and of course, we're doing that with media. Just, just wait until they get around to the cultural shit, maybe the economic stuff, definitely the war front. They were pushing <clears throat> like uh, closer cooperation with uh, Ukraine. We have to support Ukraine more. I guess the previous government didn't do that enough or whatever. Uh, but where the world pointed this out, uh, the betrayal of Poland began long before the election of globalist trader Donald Tusk. Uh, work permits issued in Poland to citizens of South Asian countries in 2010 to 2022. And here's where the Law and Justice Party takes power. And then within the course of a couple of years, uh, India, Nepal, Pakistan, and Bangladesh, right? Boom. Immigration begins. And that's usually how they do it. Oh, here's this conservative party that's going to fix things for us. They get in and then they begin to change things. Work permits in Poland for migrants from Muslim countries 
Uh, and that here's where they take uh, power. And then, of course, things begin changing. And the point is that's just going to go into overdrive right now. So even if they did some things right or whatever, eh, nah. It's uh, it's over, bros. No, I'm not, I, I'm not sure it's over. <clears throat> I'm not sure if it's over for Poland, but um, yeah, heads up because... Uh, Changes coming in fast and and thick in that part of the world, and uh, that's what they're going to do. Okay, last thing I'm going to cover here is uh, Tucker. Let me see here. Did we pull this in? Yes. Let's play this here. Tucker Carlson on what is it? What the the purpose? What was the question he was asked? The purpose of life was that what the question was asked? Uh, let me see here. Oh, did I not have that here? Oh, here it is. Okay. Here's the tweet. I didn't pull that in yet. Uh, There's really one objective in life. Pass on your genes. Our new advice series, Ask Tucker, is back. Let's listen a little bit. If I achieve just one thing in life, what should it be? Now, it tells you a lot about modern America that that's even a question. No person, certainly no man, in the previous, say, 15,000 years would have asked, what should I achieve in life? There's really only one objective in life, and that's reproduction. Pass on your genes so you don't become extinct. They're called, in our culture anyway, children. And then one hopes they mate and have grandchildren. And that makes you the patriarch of a clan and gives meaning to your life. So in other words, you could spend your entire life working for Deutsche Bank, which is obviously pointless and destructive of the social order, and you probably wouldn't feel good about that. But if you had a bunch of kids, you would still win because you're passing on your genes. You're fulfilling your core destiny, which is to reproduce. Let me put it another way. Next time you read about someone who's got like 27 arrests and he's been arrested for some horrible crime, and he's a complete ne'er-do-well, if not menace to study. George Floyd, for example. Find out how many kids that person has. So you're reading the paper or some website and you're judging this guy. He's never had a job. He's got 27 drug arrests and he finally shot someone. Damn those Soros prosecutors. And I agree with you 100%. But push a little more deeply into his background and I'd be willing to bet my late model car that he's got more kids than you. So who's really ahead? You yeah, kind of kids. or George Floyd? What kind of kids, Tucker? You or the guy with 27 drug arrests? The guy with 27 drug arrests, if he's got more kids than you, he wins. Because in the end, that's how we tally the race, by reproduction. That's how we tally the race. Is that okay? Is he sending code words? <laughs> so, uh, is, that, is that a dog whistle, uh, Tucker? Get to it. Have some pups. I agree right. with him, though. Question but... two. Anyway, there it is, right? So... I saw this, and so this is to to emphasize this point of well, it's not just about you know those selfish, uh, the selfish genes, right? That's been one. I mean, for for a while, that was like you know the science. Oh, nothing means anything, and I, I don't believe in any of that shit. You know, like just oh, the randomness of you know nature just it just happened. You know, whatever. That's all bullshit. Clearly, obviously, there's uh, forces at work here uh, with intention and intelligence, right? But anyway, so the question is, you know, you're okay. Well, what what kind of genes, though, Tucker? And and so this tweet someone had. 
<clears throat> a picture of my great grandpa from the 1920s. Now, and I think it was it uh, Rage, I think, uh, Raging Dissident mentioned this too. So I asked somebody just genuinely, like, think forward, like, think if you could see your great grand, great great grandkids or something like that. And imagine if they had names you couldn't even pronounce or recognize, right? And, and they didn't look like you. What, what would you really feel, right? Like, oh, my, here's my great 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 grandchild. And by some mystery, you managed to actually see them, who they are, right? You can, you can see them from beyond. And their name is like Ahmed, uh, you know, Matwali or whatever. Or, uh, yeah, uh, Ping, Pingnir Dinesh or whatever <laughs> the fucking name it is. <clears throat> so here's the, here's the picture of my great-grandpa from the 1920s. Me, his great-grandson, born in the 2000s. <clears throat> is that winning, Tucker? All it takes is three generations and a great people is fallen. That was the Twitter here. And it's true. I mean, it's true. Like, if you if you lose that, you lose everything, right? And it's nothing personal against this kid or whatever, but, like, clearly, that's not... That's no longer the same... That's not... That's not him. That's that's not him right there. That is something completely different than that. And so you're back to that Tucker argument again. Okay, well, okay, is it just about... Repro- how much of your genes were actually passed on? That's the other thing, Right? You're more genetically similar to your neighbor's kid if they are still white than if you would uh, mix races, race mix, right? And have your own kid. So what kind of genes? you you got to have a, a, an, an extension to that argument as well. And I, and I think whatever uh, race or ethnicity you're from, you should you know encourage as much as you can to, to stay within that, obviously. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't... It's, that's what it is. We're also just mixed out. It's like, oh, well, I won because I had 50, 50 kids. But now they looked like me. They didn't carry my heritage, not my culture, not my uh, you know religion or belief system. None of it. I wouldn't even recognize them if they walked past me. I wouldn't even like, look at them twice. I might even look at them if I could do, if I was alive by some miracle at that time. At the same time, I would think they were like, oh, my God, look at this invader here. <laughs> oh, they're your grand... Oh, my great-great-grandkids? Is that so? <coughs> So that's it. Yeah, think about those things. It's not good enough, Tucker. That's the argument. All right, Tommy Cat. Uh, they will send all the Palestinians there. Watch. Oh, to Ukraine. Uh, sorry, sorry, to Poland. Yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah, uh, they're about to get a, a huge flood. Huge flood. Uh, Cocaine rim job over on Entropy says, "Hey, Henrik, cheers from Dagalon. May I interest you on a deal? <laughs> on a deal on fire extinguishers." Maybe we need to, pr- yeah, maybe that would be pr- printed up. It's a, it's a fun, funny meme. I'm always interested in fire extinguishers. Yes, please, uh, read us at protomail.com. Thank you. Uh, cocaine, rim job, appreciate it. Let me just double check. We caught up here. Anyway, something to uh, think about here right at the end. Um, you definitely, most people would probably think, you know, I mean, white people, even even the liberal ones and everything, like if they, if they really could, could fully feel and see and understand that that the the progression of like well you you it's no longer you you know kind of thing like you're you're out of the picture right you're you're too genetically dissimilar although it's not about you know all about the genes as I said it's not that's not all it is 
but if not even the expression of what you are in, in terms of the genes, right? We have things like racial memory. There's all these other fascinating things, which I think should be fields in and of themselves. And, and studies, which we, if we had honest science, would look into those things and take those things into account as well as we understand our world. And this shot, this shit just shows you that it's like, if you have no thought or no, <clears throat> you know, kind of interest in those things, every everything you get just like thrown away in a couple of generations and and uh, we are no longer to be found essentially uh it is the sad reality all right guys thank you so much for joining me i appreciate the support today for kind of you guys again hope you had a great yule great christmas uh we'll be back here before we close out the year we'll probably do some kind of end of the year wrap up i haven't even formulated that entirely yet i'll, I'll probably sit down later today and tomorrow and kind of churn that out um, hopefully Lana can join us, but if you can't, we'll uh, either do it uh, uh, with some great guests or solo or just a few people. We'll see what we do. We'll figure something out. All right, guys. Anyway, thank you so much again for joining us. If you do want to support us, please get a membership, redassmembers.com. You can use the donor box widget right there on redassmembers.com to use your debit or credit card, but we are working on an option. We actually have two. I have one little update I got to do on the site first, but I got to do some backups and stuff, and that's one of the reasons why I haven't implemented that yet. I've been pushing it off uh but it is going to happen so that should be up and running uh anyway if you did sign up uh on redassmembers.com just using your debit or credit card a while back that will not renew if you had an auto recurring one uh because of the loss of that payment processor so you can use uh as i said the donor box widget there if you want or you can go to one of the other uh you know services whatever you want to call them uh platforms i guess that we have uh odyssey.com slash at red ice tv you can sign up for a membership there you can also do it on subscribestar.com slash red ice you can also do it on redicetv.locals.com. And I do want to push that a little bit also, because we do have some people who want to sign up for a membership. Uh, do consider uh, getting it on Locals, because I'd love to upgrade uh, the tier there. Apparently it's tied to, I forget how many it is, but it's tied to basically how many um, you know supporters you have or you know paying members you have on Locals. <clears throat> then you get more live streams. It's like tied to 30 minutes now or something like that. So that's why I haven't done it, but I'd love to do live streams on there and upload everything that we do. And right now we can't because it's just limited in terms of how much uh, space you have uh, if you're limited in terms of the uh, subscribers or the uh, supporters over there. So uh, again, whatever's convenient for you, it doesn't really matter. But if you uh, do want to do it, definitely consider locals. That'd be good, good to get that upgraded as well. Uh, we upload all the latest member stuff primarily to locals right now but again if we can get that tier upgraded we can upload uh, absolutely everything as well to our locals okay also want to say thanks obviously as always uh to our what do we have you guys here to our executive producers today t lothrop stoddard v miller resin revolt good luck lap jake red pill rundown french 47 mark smith no one jeebs President Tabunga, Mongoose. We also have William Fox, Angry White Soccer Mom, The Second Wanderer, Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends, Francis Parker Yockey, Jill Bob, Last Place Simp, Joseph Hart, Purple Haze, Colin Marriott. We have Combi Combo Deal, we gotta replace that avatar by the way. They also the Tearborn Toxic Event, Brendan Anthony, and 55 Club Books. Thank you guys for all your support. Also, thanks to our producers. Mr. Walker, 696, Yuan Son, Leroy Dumont, Snark Pop, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemery, Yuri New, Obadiah Hexwell, Perfect Brute, Single Action Army, HP Lovecraft, Dixie Drone Force, and 55clubbooks.com. Thank you guys. If you want to get one of those, Odyssey, Subscribestar, or Redice Members.com, 
whatever is convenient for you. All right, guys, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. I think that's, uh, I think that's about it. I'm hearing the boys having a good time out there. So I gotta, uh, gotta go join them. But anyway, guys, thank you so much again for joining us. I'm sure we're caught up here. Uh, I think we are. All right, everybody. We'll see you on the next one before we close out the year. And uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be, holy smokes, going to be a rocky one, I think, to be honest. But we'll talk a little bit more that, uh, about that on uh, on Friday, to be honest. And we'll do some uh, close-out, kind of some close-ups, close-outs, I guess is the term, uh, of the year and stuff like that. Some of the good, some of the bad, uh, and look uh, forward to uh, 2024. We'll see you there. Thank you so much, everybody. RedEyesMembers.com. Please get a membership. We appreciate all of you guys. Uh, and again, thank you for the patience, by the way, to new members as well, because we do have to uh, manually activate uh, those uh, accounts right now. So we took a few days off around Christmas. So thank you guys for your patience uh, for that, because it wasn't activated you know, immediately or whatever. Uh, but anyway, we'll see you on the next one. Take care, everybody. Have a great rest of your evening or morning day, wherever you are. See you later. Thank you for watching. Go to RedIceMembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content. Don't miss our latest shows, interviews, and other videos only for subscribers. You can also become a member by signing up at Subscribestar.com forward slash RedIce. Get full access and help support our work. See you on the other side.